Hey guys, before we start the show today, um, I just wanted to mention, we're very excited about this. We've been doing the show for a long time now, since October of 2009. And a lot of you have been listening since those early days. And a lot of you, maybe who came late, have gone back and listened to all those episodes. We finally decided it was time for us to pay a few bills. And um, that means we're going to start doing a Patreon at patreon.com slash filmsack. It's not going to change for anyone out there who either doesn't want to do that or can't afford it or whatever your reasons are. It's 100% fine with us. The show continues as normal. You'll get it every week and you'll get it on the feed and you just get the show however you get it. Uh, That'll be normal. But if you want a bunch of bonus content, which we'll go to much more deeper in this episode so you understand where we're coming from, it'll be at the end of the episode. So don't worry. It's not full of commercials or anything. Uh, You'll learn all about it, but if you want more and a way to support your favorite film show, now's the time. Patreon.com slash film sack. Hello. Hello, sweetie. Buddy. It's early. (laughs) I just wanted to let you know I'm sending you something. Mm, Does it smell nice? No, but it's sparkly. Does it have a receipt? <laughs> I'm sending it to you from the store. Why don't you just come by? We'll have some breakfast, then. Huh? Well, it'll be a long trip. I'm in Venice. Oh, sure. Hello and welcome everyone back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 554 for the week of uh, well, it's actually Monday. It's uh, freaking Memorial Day. Yeah. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Freaking Memorial Day. Freaking right. Memorial Day. Memorial Wave your Day. flag. 2022. <laughs> Two. Uh, it's, uh, we're a film sack. Mine is very desperate film entertainment for all mankind, as always. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. What the duck happened to his truck Dunaway? What did happen to my truck? It's driven by a duck. Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack, we head back to 2003 to steal this remake of a 1960s classic heist film with the same name, all the while zipping about in our chopped down Mini Coopers with no ABS modules. Who needs to stop anyways? Not me, or frankly, this movie. Thanks a lot, late team ad car shop guy who can do anything car related and only that. What do we call him again? Oh yeah, wrench. But why not <laughs> screwdriver or jumper cable? How about spare tire? Yeah, Mine would totally be spare tire. I'm not your first choice, but in a pinch, I can get you home if you don't mind keeping it under 35. Okay, don't mind me. I'll just be in the trunk waiting to be useful. Anywho, let me introduce the rest of Team Funky Bunch. We had Handsome Rob. He's both handsome and he likes to rob things like the ladies' hearts. And our explosive expert, Maz Def, who lost his hearing as a child screwing off with firecrackers in the boys' room, and who we obviously named Mosley Def in this year. Nope, <laughs> that would have actually been clever, so we went with left ear. All right, fine. I guess nicknames aren't our strength. Right, Steve? 
Steve, I knew you shouldn't <laughs> trust a guy with no imagination. Speaking of imagination, I'm just thinking about naked girls and leather seats. Uh-huh. I had a bad experience. I said I had a bad experience. Randy. <laughs> oh, uh, usually it's Randy, please tell me blah, 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 or something. But no, you stop right. there. It's fine. I flipped up. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, it's Memorial Day. It like, change things like up. a cheeseburger. That's right. That Memorial Day. Do things the opposite of what we remember. <laughs> Uh, that name you heard was Randy. He's not the Worthington 3000 Jordan. Oh. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. What's that, you ask? Who's the new guy? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. He's a totally random person who we brought in to work on the minis because we're going to use the minis to quickly transport four tons of gold across Los Angeles. Look. This is a completely foolproof plan. It's going to go perfectly as long as we make sure we don't make any of the big mistakes. The way I see it, there are only three areas in which we might make big mistakes. Number one, we need to pay this mechanic enough so that he can't be bribed. I'm expecting this job is going to be worth about $20 million, so I'm thinking... $10,000 $10,000 should be enough. Yeah. That's yeah. one two thousandth of the take. That's enough, right? Okay. Number two. Yeah. We need to put 2,700 pounds into each of these cars. And after they're finished, they will only weigh half that much. So we need to somehow drive them at high speeds up and down the hills of Los Angeles, which, by the way, is a hillier city than San Francisco. Did you know that? Yeah, it's true. I just looked it up on Ask Jeeves. Anyway, we're essentially breaking every law of physics, but try not to think about that too much. Number three, we have to blow up the gate outside the mansion, guys. No, no, shut We cannot go around the gate. And no, I know what you're going to ask next. We cannot use our expert electronics and lockpicking genius skills to open the gate, Todd. We have to blow it up. Jesus, it's like you people have never planned a heist before. That's that's the truth. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, heists being planned, I don't know why this is a transition. It's not at all. Uh, Just say your name. It's uh, Brian. If you try, if you, pff, sorry, Brian. If you're trying to make me sick of Mini Coopers, it's not working, Ibit. Oh, mm, I know. I want one now. Oh, you must be our new safe cracker. Well, welcome to the team. Let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. I think you're going to get along with them all just fine. You know what "fine" stands for, do you? Uh, don't you? Final Fantasy, Iron Commando, Neverwinter Nights, Earthworm Jim. Yes, that's Brian Dunaway, our tech guy. You need something hacked into or run with an NES emulator? He's your man. He specializes in showing up to these meetups at the very moment that I finish introducing him. Next up is Randy Deluxe, our demolitions expert. He's currently scrubbing through the film sack episode for the losers to see if I use the same jokes in my intro for that one. Uh, he can he can look that up. It's totally fine. You know what fine stands for, right? Fuzzy handcuffs, inversion racks, nipple clamps, and electrified dildos. Just like a Saturday night. Oh, wait. That's oh. his joke. Randy can blow up anything, but he specializes in showing up to these meetups at the exact moment that I finish introducing him. Finally, there's Scott Johnson. He's our fearless leader. He specializes in showing up to these meetings at the exact moment that I finish in- introducing him. He may look a little worried, but I can sh- I can assure you he's fine. You know what fine stands for, don't you? <laughs> Farting uncontrollably, indigestion, nausea, and explosive diarrhea. Anyway, welcome well. to the team. Well. Welcome uh, to the scene. I had a hard I had a hard time forgiving the script for that fine thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had a, like it took me a long time in the movie to stop thinking, oh, this screenwriter think he clever. 
Well, yeah, exactly. That would be Troy, <laughs> Troy Kennedy Martin from the original, or Donna Powers from the from the recent. I guess you can blame them both for the right concept and the and the. I'm blaming everybody. Execution. Yeah, I haven't seen. I will admit, I haven't seen the original of the Italian Job, the movie that we watched I, this I've week. I've seen the original mm-hmm. and oh, thank you, crispy. Thank you for that. By the uh, way, yeah, no problem. Uh, so I don't know if I, I doubt that fine thing was said in the original yeah i i doubt it too but that's uh that's donna and wayne powers that's right well we talked Mm -hmm. about them before on film sack when Mm -hmm. we when we watched deep blue sea they they were a writing couple for uh, quite some time they i think they uh were divorced Mm -hmm. at some point but anyway uh the the joke they loved the joke they loved was that uh uh, donna powers and wayne powers the screenwriters were a hollywood powers couple Uh, i hate that i I'm not so sure they were that good. I hate everything about that. <laughs> um, I mean, look, they're fine. Yeah. It, this is a movie by a director who I respect. It's F. Gary Gray. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This dude F. is Gary famous Gray. for uh, getting those Friday movies made or kicking that off. But then he went on to do cool stuff like The Negotiator. Uh, the Set It Off is a pretty interesting movie. Uh, what else? Be Cool. Uh, some others. Anyway, Man Apart. Love Man Apart. Very good movie. Oh, that's um, a really good movie. So he makes good but, movies, and that's the reason first, I thought I was getting into something really rad here for my review. I've seen this, I think, three total times. Once in theaters, once on DVD, and then now with you guys. And I think its weakest spot might be the dialogue. I don't think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, you, you guys listen to the dialogue? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Didn't do it. Because the action's fine, great in some ways. You know, yeah. I love a heist movie. Some of the acting's very good. I mean, there's three people in this that are always good. You got your Donald Sutherland, Edward Norton, and uh, Charlize Theron never thrown it in. They're all good all the time. But Wahlberg's kind of bad. He's he is, I he's, he's how wallpaper. young he was. He's here. Mark Wallpaper, basically. Mark he's Wallpaper. Like, <laughs> he's like uh, anybody could be in that role. Absolutely anybody. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't kinda, bring anything to I, it. I kind of like that though. I I kind of liked that he didn't Wahlberg it up. Well, I, like, yeah, I yeah. like the fact but, that he kind of played it subdued. Couldn't yeah. you imagine like a Bradley Cooper in that role? I mean, I know he would yeah. have been. And that's fine. Know, that's perfect. A teenager. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great for this particular role, though, as a character. I think that mm. uh, I think you went right with just anybody to go in that spot because he's I not really your, a strong character. Your leader of your, your heist team should right. be, I feel like, should be but, charismatic and outgoing. I, and, I don't know. I mean, when I think about, you know, the the team leader, I always think about Hannibal from the A team. Sure. And while he is, you know, the the idea of him is interesting. His actual execution is, you know, he just walks around with a cigar in his mouth and he makes a few little quips here and there. And I love it when a plan comes together and he's pretty basic. Yeah, I mean, he is. But he, go very far. Uh, that's the kind of basic you want because it's very stereo. It's not stereotypic, but it's very like iconic basic. Whereas this right. is just very. I don't know. Basic, basic. It's like, yeah, right. I mean, uh, basic, basic. Hannibal might not be like underwear model. Basic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal might not be like crazy and out there, but he's, but you feel like he could come up with a plan. I don't, I feel like Wahlberg, you know, even though they keep saying, Oh, uh, Charlie came up with this plan. Oh, you got to hand it to Charlie. Great job planning and thinking of everything that could happen. Yeah. I don't believe Charlie came up with this. I, yeah. I don't either. Yeah. 
<laughs> like I, I think just... I've seen this movie too too many times is the problem, and I think yeah. I'm. Well, give us an estimate. How many times is that? Do you think you've seen? Okay, it? so uh, this came out uh, 2003. Around 2004, I cut the cord. Um, I turned off the satellite. I, t- I cut off everything except for you know the internet. Uh, and I had I purchased a bunch of DVDs at the time, and this is one of them. And we watched the crap out of it over and over again. So I can't really tell you how many times, but it's a lot. It's in the well, fifty to 100, a hundred, probably something wow. like that. Yeah, okay. it's, it was it was it was in our big. We had a big disc changer, mm-hmm. and it would just rotated. In there, so yeah, yeah. So you had a hot action movie decade, yeah, no, pretty much, pretty (laughs) much. uh, This movie came out, by the way, precisely 19 years ago today. This came out on May 30th of nice. Oh, weird. Came out on the 30th. That's crazy. We didn't plan that. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Shut up, Scott. I mean, yeah, we did. We We totally planned that. We planned things. This is like uh, the a movie heist. Yeah, we knew exactly. We we knew exactly we were going to do. You just didn't know because we were such a bad performance. Anyway, (laughs) we've been planning this for months. I wanted to. I wanted to give some credit to or credit to the idea that Ibit had that maybe Bradley Cooper would have been better. He he's only three years younger than. uh, than, Oh really? uh, Yeah, Wahlberg. Yeah, he could have done it. (laughs) I just don't definitely could have done it. I don't think his star had risen. So, yeah. But in 2003, we were. Was he in? uh, Was he still doing Alias? Because he was like that Alias role for Bradley Cooper was the un the most un Bradley Cooper, mousy, (laughs) nervous. uh, I'm trying to see if he'd even done it yet. Let's see. Uh, He was in uh, the most. Okay, in 2003, he was in a TV show called Mismatch. He was in The Last Cowboy, a TV movie. and then bending all the rules, a TV movie. There was no. Wow. That was it. So well, he had. Alias, well, Alias started in two thousand one and went to two thousand six. Oh, so he would have been in the middle of that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Totally right. Um, but it was a. Uh, you know, like you said, that his role in Alias was. Why? Uh, why even hire anybody else outside the group here? We just we just reshuffle the cards. We put Charlize Theron as the is mm. uh, the Charlie. Uh, uh, Crocker, you can have both the, those names go both ways, and then uh, and then Mark Wahlberg could be Stella Donald Sutherland's uh, that's, son. That's son. really interesting because, like, that's I I just want to come back to this idea that he is like a mastermind of anything, mm. like right. because they have people who are genius experts. Stella is a genius lock picker. Uh, uh, Lyle is a, a genius everything. Lyle yes, is like right. Lyle is like a pile of tropes. In He's this a movie. master. Right, yeah, like I, you, if you have someone of Lyle's powers, <laughs> you you don't need to come up with all of this complicated crap. Right? Yeah, you don't need a handsome Rob, do you? He's he's a lot know, of fun, man. but do you yeah. need a handsome Rob? Do you I need mean, a face man? You need a guy. Anyway, you need I, a guy. Handsome Rob needs to be there to drive everything. I like the idea of the guy right. who's the expert driver. There's something about that in a heist yeah. movie that that rings a bell. Um, yeah, but is he that much better a driver than the other people driving the minis no, around? No. Rob? Like, None. That's a good a point. Charlie Theron kicks his ass, if you yeah, ask me. She's yeah. flipping that mini around all over the place. Well, there's Boy, according her, to the parking job. <laughs> yeah. According to the trivia and interviews, Jason Statham said that in addition to the stunt driving courses they all received, he got two days driving tuition from Damon Hill, the British ex world champion Formula One driver. Although, oh, nice. and it says, however, all of the cast members, including him, acknowledged that Charlize was the be- easily the best driver among the entire group. So apparently she wow. was not, it wasn't just movie looking and she was like kicking ass. And she also got in trouble because she got two speeding tickets while doing production in her own car, Sweet. Uh, both for going more than 40 miles over the speed limit. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love wow. it. And they said there were, uh, there were several running gags in this film that I hated. 
especially oh. the whole thing around Napster. Yeah. But, I, but the running gag that handsome handsome Rob always breaks in a car by leading a big chase down the highway. <laughs> that just I, that tickled me. You can, I just yeah. like yeah. I love that so much. How many yeah. times could you get away with that? I mean, if you did it once or twice, they might let you off with a short, you know, little. But you know, if you've done, if you're like a serial bad boy, mm-hmm. you're going to jail eventually for a very long time. Oh yeah, no, you're, <laughs> dude, your career is over if you caught once. You're done. Yeah, and he just kept getting away with it and getting away with it and and whatever. I, you know, this is my first. I, I think I think my first exposure to Jason Statham was in 03 and this movie. I don't think I'd seen any of the I, lock, stock, and barrel stuff right. first or any of that. Um. Uh, the guy I didn't movies. recognize him until after I had seen uh, Transporter. Once I saw Transporter, I knew who Jason Statham was every time mm. post that. But before sure. then, I probably saw him, but just like that guy. Yeah, he had and, hair and, here. He still had some hair going. For uh, me, yeah. uh, the like the peak of my just post college movie watching at the art house was that late '90s. So like Locked Stock and Snatch were huge in my yeah. experience, mm. and I had like at the time I knew who a lot of the like extras were in those movies. Like I really cared about all the different actors. So yeah, Jason Statham coming into this movie was probably the reason I guess we already seen the transporter. The first transporter comes out before the Italian job, but right. But this, I, I, I feel like I go to see this movie to see more Jason Statham. I, I'm, I'm probably not like coming to this movie for Donald Sutherland or most Def or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually would be most Def is this. I, I love, we him don't so have much near enough I, of that dude. Like he disappeared for a long time after dude. gosh. Yeah. Like, well, he, like he took a break. Guide or he something. did intentionally. Yeah. yeah. Now he goes by he what's just, his new name? Yazin. Yeah. Yazin Bay. And, uh, but Maz Def, I love his, I love his work. I even thought I heard some. You keep saying Moz. Is it Moz or I Moz? Moz. People say Mo, Moz. Most, you can say Moz. Most, I most, most definite. Yeah, because it's def- most definitely. Most right? That's what I thought. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought it was yeah. sure. But, that does, but see, the problem is I saw the name and read it a million times before I ever before found that it. out. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll always say it as I originally learned it. Mm. So, Thank uh, you. Okay. That's very yeah, good. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Richard, you should do that. He's still on a massive break. 2016 is the last thing he did. So yeah. I don't know what he's up to these days. But I really he, like uh, him. like him a lot. I, well, he's in pre, pre-production of something called The Disconnected. So I think that's hmm. a dead project, though. Let's see. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's Disconnected. Yeah. That, I, but I really like there's I like really an inverse curse of Hitchhiker's Guide. Okay. Like if you if you mm-hmm. I, like you, I would love to go to Hitchhiker's Guide and point at that and say, look, look at how this movie like somehow bombed when it shouldn't have. Like it's a perfectly good movie, and everybody's cursed coming out of it. But no, 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 no. Sam Rockwell, amazing. Martin Freeman, yeah. amazing. Zooey Deschanel had a career after uh, this movie. Um, you you know, could say Zooey. <laughs> it is Zooey. I, yeah. I, I know it is. That's, that's why she adds the extra O into her name. It's an extra O for a reason. <laughs> anyway, I just like I I I I thought about this. Uh, I thought about Hitchhiker's Guide several times while watching Italian Job, just because of most Def. Mm-hmm. And it and I was thinking like I haven't seen him in anything else. Sorry, no. I like that's it. Those are the two things I've seen him in. Yeah, they're great, and he's great in that. He was he was a controversial pick for Ford Prefect in that movie, but I think he did a great job. Right. And I totally also did. love that. Yeah. My kids 
My kids are obsessed with that movie. They love it. I haven't seen it in maybe 10 years. I need to watch it again. Hmm. I I love it as well. And I own it on Blu-ray and I don't know why I haven't watched it. It's really good. It's got an amazing cast. I totally Hmm. forgot John Malkovich was in there as that weird half-body character that Huma, whatever his name was. Oh, and I stand corrected. I also saw Most F and Be Kind Rewind. That's an understated little movie. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good movie. Yeah. Very clever. Like capitalizing on the trend of the... uh, Whatever, what was that called? What when people were doing the stuff to movies, like uh, creating low rent, low budget versions yeah, of it. Yeah. There was a there was a phrase. Oh, uh, um, yeah, there was a f- there is a phrase. It's what those. It's still they still yes. do it. Um, yes, and what is that called? Uh, <laughs> We've talked about this crap. Yeah, I'm googling it. I I can't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't quite know what you're talking about. Avant garde. What you're talking no, about? No, exactly. no, no. Like it's like. Uh, okay when someone makes jurassic park and then someone else makes you know thoracic park or oh okay i got you oh so like like a trauma type thing kind of yeah but But like like micro budget yeah tiny nothing budget ah sweeted 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 that's it sweeted yes the porn is what ryan dunaway was trying to think of porn (laughs) porn It is. I. You know, we haven't talked about this much on Film Sack, but it is definitely a thing of our lifetimes. Our exact generation has experienced this weird thing, where there's this whole other Hollywood right down the street from Hollywood, and they love to make X-rated films that have this strange overlap oh, yeah. with something, and give it a name that's almost the same. And like for us, it feels like that's always been happening, but it's not true. It's only been the last couple of decades that like every like the the Friends parody, the uh, you know the Office parody, Mm. the there's a Seinfeld parody. They got one for uh, I remember the one I always sticks out in my mind is the one where they called Star Sex the next penetration, and they had everybody. They had everybody in there. Look, it was an equivalent to an actual, you know, there's a Picard looking guy and a data looking guy. And I remember these commercials or there's there's actually a like a sanitized version of much of it on YouTube yeah. um, where they just cut out all the sex scenes. And just it's nothing but like these people walking around looking <laughs> like, like bad cosplay. It's was, uh, amazing. One of the first uh, Nerdtaculars <laughs> where I was doing a um, Frog Pants All-Stars, there was going to be a video round where I showed clips from the non-sex parts of those to see if you could identify the movie and after like <laughs> welcome to like my non-sex minute, porn party exactly after like a minute of watching the brady bunch parody or whatever it was i'm like oh no this is such a bad idea this is so horrible the, that the it's, original brady bunch stars a bunch of children well yes of it's course like, it does but what <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. No, look, if it's a parody or if it's if it's a popular pr- thing in modern yeah. society, you will find a porn parody of it. Porn will it rule just 43 like the Italian job. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like the it's Italian, just, there probably is an Italian job just with a different oh, word sure. before. Oh, job. my God. That's so such low hanging fruit. Uh, yeah. I mean, it writes itself. <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I feel like those people have an interesting job. Uh, not to use yeah, the word job again, right. but they, they they think of your job. Like, imagine if your job was to say, "All right, what's big today?" And let's see, we got, uh, well, we got the it's 2009. We got the we got the uh, uh, what's that called? The the, the avatars coming out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, blue avatar. alien yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I bet I have a few ideas on how we can porn that shit up. Let's go, Bill, oh, yeah. and they go and do do a thing. That's just how it works. I, yeah. I just looked everything. up. I just looked up great. the funniest porn parody titles. 
Uh-huh. And I just want to give you the top five. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Number, uh, number five. Uh, everyone I did last summer. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> amazing. Right. You got to be a little uh, older to get that one. All right. Uh, here's one everyone's heard of. Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like... Yeah. It just that never. Can I can visualize. I can visualize the front of the yeah. box. Too. Yeah. yeah, and that's good because um, you know I I could see some humor in that. Uh, you remember how funny it was when he was trying to do things with those scissors? Imagine if you had uh, yeah, a bunch of wieners on your hands. Yeah, I take yeah, it nobody difficult. here has seen uh, everything everywhere all at once. Not yet. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. There's there's basically one universe that's that's Edward right. Penis hands basically. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I think uh, I heard let, something let, about the special. Can, you need to consider Drill Bill. I think that kind of. Oh, works. Drill oh, Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's apparently one called Dawson's, Dawson's Crack. Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> but but in the crack line, there's a whole bunch of them that use crack. The number one is Ass Ventura Crack Detective. Nice. <laughs> Are all of these <laughs> old ones? Because geez, man. Yeah. There no. I modern? mean, there's, there's probably something modern, right? Right, uh, right. Just look at through here. Fifty first orgasms. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> well, I mean, um, that's a, that's an interesting question. I I hate going down this rabbit hole, but like, do are those are those things still valid in a time where you can turn on the internet? You just turn on the internet and uh, find porn instantly. Like, oh, I need to go and get an entire movie parody. Right. Watch. It's like, uh, no, I get uh, I got fifteen minutes before my bus comes. Uh, <laughs> And something else. Yeah. Um, that was a bad term, <laughs> turn of a phrase. Right, but I mean, do those do those things eventually just go away because they're not they're consumed like like uh, singles? You know how albums used yeah. to think of a whole album. Um, now a lot of artists are just switching to it. No, I'm just releasing, you know, a couple songs here, a couple songs there. Yeah, that, I just I was able to find some newer ones. <laughs> oh, okay, I got one here, Buffy, uh, Buffy the Vampire Layer. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's just one letter different. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they just removed a letter. Uh, there's a there's a game of bones. That's uh, okay. that's fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you seen the Dicks see. of Hazard? Do they put less sex in that than in the HBO right. show? Right, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need to see the Dicks of Hazard. That's a thing. Oh, mm. <laughs> there's how I effed your mother. That's pretty good. Oh man, yeah. oh, uh, How about Twenty One Hump Street? Okay, I'll go. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, there's, well, there's several. There's they several got one called Womb Raider, La Cara, Cara Loft yes, Womb Raider. There we go. I hate it so much. I hate it. Oh my gosh, oh. I'm so sad. We looked this up now. Oh, it's uh, it's really it's funny. How come they're not doing a lot of like? Uh, it doesn't sound like it's been very popular lately. Like I'm not hearing like a Stranger Things kind of twist or anything like that. Or because <laughs> exactly half things. of the people in that movie are in the Upside Down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, Stranger Things. I'm not going to look this up. Yes, I am. Yeah. Hold on. Stranger Stranger, Stranger Wangs. Dings Wangs. Right, there you go. Called. Something like that. Oh my God. You uh, people suck. Here Most it is. New porn names. Stranger. Here it is. Oh. Okay. Just well, stranger. Stranger it, things. It huh? just says, stranger. It just says <laughs> a stranger parody. What? Oh. Strangers. Yeah. See, that's what I was finding when I was doing that thing for All Stars. Was that a lot of them were just called the Brady Bunch, a triple X maybe, parody. Yeah. Maybe this. Maybe this is past. Yeah. Like Ibbitt's kind of is implying. Yeah. Maybe this yeah. is a this is a past fad. We no longer do. It's fat. Anybody, parodies. anything anybody cares about is is uh, stepmom uh, <laughs> porn now. That's all they care about. Yeah, from from uh, and, from the, the the lowliest up to the highest people in power. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. And I just found one yeah. that's forty years old. 
It's called Sex Busters, and the tagline is, I ain't afraid of no hoe. Ah, nice. There you go. See? So, I, bring it back is what I'm saying. Bring I'm trying. I'm th- well, I was trying to bring it back to the film. Oh, bring it back to Man, the movie. We, we didn't right. talk about Edward about Norton. fantastic breasts and where to find them? Hey, Edward Norton, Edward Norton is, is... I just came up with that one. It's pretty good, Brian. It's pretty clever. good. Edward yeah, Norton, notoriously a pain in the ass on sets. People don't like working with him. Couldn't you tell watching this movie? Couldn't yes. You, tell, like, yeah. you just yes. Like, had this feeling like that Donald Sutherland is the most giving actor and that uh-huh. Ed Norton is a little shit just a pain in the ass and you know what shit. he's Which a he great actor so perfect i love him as an actor like I, he's really legitimately one of the great yeah. american actors yeah. he's amazing but i can't stand it when you hear stories about these people being so hard to work with and so petulant and so irritating and it's like well what's the wh- why be in that job what you're right it takes right. a lot for you know for marvel to recast somebody they've only done it like you know a couple times but uh and it was because they were both dicks they were both yeah. jerks. What, a, what a shame too because ed norton as a hulk was incredible like, i agree was, it's way yeah. underrated that film i agree i, I think it. he's but, good but i have no i have no problem with the fact that they replaced him Ruffal- with ruffalo no ruffalo's yeah, great ruffalo, awesome too. Yeah. 10 days you know 10 out of 10 times the word, word is that Marvel. ruffalo's the nicest guy to work with on set like he's right. super easy right. going so they went completely the opposite direction you wouldn't you wouldn't like me when I'm cur- uh, courteous as the how the tagline should go. <laughs> but so, it, my my problem with Norton is I watch him and I just think, man, is he good? And then I hear these stories and go, oh, is it worth it though? Jeez, what a pain! Yeah. Such a pain. This is only our our second uh, uh, Ed Norton movie. What was first? Uh, believe it or oh. not, uh, like looking through his list, I'm like, we really have only ever we only ever saw him once before, and that was for Rounders. Oh yeah, oh, Rounders. Okay. Give money. Give me money. Huh. money. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, he's been in. He's he's getting really good work. Like they added him for Knives Out two, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy must be okay. Maybe he's humbling with. lately. You know, maybe he's chilling. I don't know. Maybe yeah. enough problems where he's getting kicked out of projects, or not kicked out, but passed over because of whatever. You know, even if it's mostly rumor and only a couple of actual incidents, maybe it's chilled him out and he's better now. I don't know. Yeah, and and like uh, uh, Wes Anderson keeps hiring him, and that. Like those are you know known for being really like stressful productions, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I'll bet you Wes Anderson recognizes that, that he's okay to work with. Yeah, they might they might just have like there might be a an understanding that they've reached, right? Maybe you know, right? Uh, somehow Wes Anderson's able to soften those hard edges, or 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 Norton's just not a dick to him. The, the latest one for so long. The mm. latest one, by the way, is the French dispatch. And I yeah. just, I need everybody mm. to watch that movie, please. Oh, I loved it. It was so, so cute. So sweet. I love like, Wes Anderson movies. So it's just a matter of me reminding, yeah, reminding myself Scott, to watch it. So Scott, I want you to know Adrian Brody and Tilda Swinton and Benicio del Toro are as good as it gets in this movie. Mm. All right. So they're, they're in an old Jack Nicholson movie and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, I look, I love him. Everything he makes. I, I like even the ones that people don't like. I like, so it's just a matter of me sitting down and renting it or watching it and, or wherever. Maybe it's streaming. Right. I don't know. I love that. I love that edge, guy. You know, the Italian job, I like with all the things I didn't like the, the comedy basically like the, the wacky stuff it never seems to land in this movie. It, ma- it made me realize, I wonder if it's just, the script like what if what if someone like wes anderson had made this movie the italian job you know like what if what if someone like i don't danny elfman had made this movie you know danny what i'm saying elfman like, make movie, tim burton 
You mean Tim? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Burton <laughs> had made this movie. Sorry. Danny well, Elfman is always so nothing wrong with that. Well, he's so much part of Tim Burton. It's hard to separate them. Yeah, I know. So. I'm, trying, I'm visualizing this Forbidden Zone version <laughs> of uh, the Italian job. What if What if Paul Thomas Anderson had made this movie? Like sure. that guy's got a really wicked little sense of humor I'd, running through his stuff. I'd love to see a David Fincher uh, Italian job. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, dark. And, but let's that, go dark. Uh, what, ah, go yeah. dark. Which of the Which of the characters are we going to examine their mental breakdown? I mean, like I don't know. Uh, it's uh, the one that uh, won't shut up about Napster. How about that? Let's have uh, <laughs> Seth Green. So Seth Lyle. Lyle. Yeah, Seth Green. Yeah, let's yeah. have Seth Green just uh, go yeah. lose his mind completely. I mean, whatever. Okay. Like, well, I, I just like this like movie. Adventure, but you just you know what you're going to get. You know you're yeah, going right. to get someone who's got a dark past and they're about to break up with their wife. I mean, it could have easily been Charlize Theron, right? With the the dark past and and uh, having kind of a breakdown that you know you don't find out about until act three yeah she was right. she was a paper thin character in this movie. she was she, yeah. like, I, she was good yeah, in it, i think paper thin it, yeah but. the the character was pretty paper thin but i think charlize theron pulled it off pretty well because yeah. it, it seemed like she was always resistant to any type of romantic advances which i kind of appreciate in this movie that you know she was constantly getting hit on. She was constantly, you know, rejecting it, people, yeah. but not in necessarily a mean way. Just I've got things to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've got to. I've got to take revenge. I yeah, I totally bought guys. her. Her like trying to remain calm while the guy is hitting on her that killed her dad. You know, and she knows yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking Steve. And um, I love his nickname. I love that his name is Steve. Everybody has right. got all these cool great name. names. Yeah. That's kind of and, how I uh, think this supposed to be a hint in the early goings where you're yeah, like, how come everyone's yeah. got a name but you? And why mm, something's fishy about you, Steve? I was and I was misremembering this movie, too, is even though as many times as I've seen it, I was like, for just a minute, when Steve gets out of the van and shoots uh, Donna Sutherland in the face or wherever he shoots him at, I was like, ah, he's not really dead. That's a, you know. That's the MI6 kind of pull. That's he's going to come back, and I'm like, no, wait a minute, I think he actually dies. And yeah, then yeah, yeah sure see enough, see that he, body he float up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's early in the credits on IMDb. He's in the top three. I don't know if that's normal. Yeah, I don't know yeah. Sure. how that works. I, but uh, the, the movie's draw at that point. Yeah, it's absolutely full of overly creative crap. And in the mm. end, you look <laughs> back on it and you say, oh, they didn't need to go through all that trouble, right? So, like for example, at some point along the way, they hook up with the eastern european thugs yeah and, yeah. and convince them yeah. Yeah. and convince them we're gonna deliver steve to you right yeah. that's how that's mm-hmm. at some point well if you did that why why wait until that very end to do that like you could you could have had the thugs go ahead and pick up steve at the restaurant or something like you you have no purpose to go through all this effort you know oh yeah, I'm there's saying? a whole there's I, a whole I, movie I like to fill this, that in you're right they could have just grabbed right. him nabbed him and grabbed him. i feel like this movie is kind of like the many Coopers in this movie is just there's 31 of them. You, you're, yeah, there's way. Well, no, you're just you're just you're just having fun. You're not really is not really a point beyond just having fun. And I, I, I like this. movie. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Look, uh, I like a, a good a heist good movie. Bit. You give me a heist movie any day of the week. I'm, I'm in. I like yeah. it. I like them I all. like the stupid characters and the way they play things and the way they jumped around. They looked at, you know, uh, looked at how the kids you know how how these people turned into the adults they are, and it's all real light. I don't feel exhausted from this heist movie. Sometimes I can feel really exhausted in a heist movie, especially if there's like a big, like lull where everything falls apart. You know, usually in a heist movie, if everything falls apart, the movie just wants to come to a crawl. This doesn't happen. They have uh, the plan falls apart, but they just pivot. 
Mm. And yeah. uh, it it keeps yeah. on moving. Remember, that, that, is, like. that is, is like that is the trope, right? That the heist yeah. movie, the you know, the everything will uh, the first go round, something will go wrong. They'll either have to scrap it, or they'll have to yeah. adjust, or they'll pivot, or whatever. Yeah, uh, very and, tropey. Uh, yeah, yeah, but lots of times yeah. it stops the momentum of the movie, and they'll just you know sit on their hands from it, like we got to figure yeah. this out, and suddenly they'll come up with some kind of great epiphany. Nah, they just kind of go, ah, oh, that didn't work. Uh, Plan B, it is. We'll uh, we'll go back. Remember when we did the Italian job, mm-hmm. and uh, they just just reboot it. This was, yeah, I, by the way, two years after Ocean's Eleven, so I feel like this was like in, trying to use that yeah, slip capitalize on yeah that slipstream yeah. to like get some get some excitement about that, more heist movies or whatever. That that always happens when a movie comes along and it's like it it hits it hits the public and everybody's like, yeah, we love this, and somebody would go, oh, if you love this. Wait till we show you what was hot in my day back in 1969. We're going to make a remake of of you know the the older thing, right? And right. They did it. I wouldn't and, mind. And, and I you wouldn't. go to see that remake, I think, more for like the spectacle than the script. Yeah. And I think that's okay, right? Like yeah, I remember going to see this movie and thinking, I'm going to see some some new minis driving around Los Angeles really fast <laughs> and up and down like staircases and stuff. And that's yeah. that's exci- That was exciting. What did really you was. get? Yeah, it was yeah genuinely you got that. exciting. No, this and was the movie. It. This movie is single-handedly responsible for the uptick in in mini sales, and I think they still remain right. a popular buy today for that very reason. I want one. I've always wanted one. I never got one, but this movie yeah, made yeah. me want a freaking mini. That's because my my <laughs> mini would suck. My, my mini right? would go like forty five. It would not be cool. <laughs> it wouldn't be nearly as cool as this. This movie is also responsible for reminding us that uh, L.A. does have a subway system. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah but I you love... don't think about it because it's it's so sprawling that it's it's like the uh, it's like the Vegas monorail. It's so inconvenient and it doesn't take you to any place you'd want to go, so you don't use it. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I, I want right. you to know when I was like twenty three, that Las Vegas monorail took me to the only places I wanted to go. I oh, was, really? I used to ride that. <laughs> my brother and I would ride that thing up and down, and go to all the all the stops. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, Vegas one you're the, talking about, or the LA? Yeah, one? Las Vegas. Oh, Las, Las Vegas. Vegas yeah, yeah La, uh, LA is LA is different though. Like uh, right now, I, I'm only a couple of miles away from the Irvine train station, and then if you drive over there and get on the train, you can just ride right up to LA. But it doesn't take you to Grand Station. It takes you just other thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and you're like. Uh, 40 blocks from where you want to be. <laughs> yeah. California, so, uh, California, not known for their awesome uh, public transit yeah. systems. So, you know, you have to be yeah. in like downtown San or even Francisco their, or even their private transportation yeah. systems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that is. I was, I was watching some documentary a while ago and there was some reference to it. And then that's all they said, but it was basically like, look in the forties, thirties and forties when they were having all this boom out there, the people, of the time or the the leadership of the time were like, no, nah, it's all about sprawling freeways and everything will be connected by roads yeah. and everyone will have a car. People will love it. Yeah. People will love it. They'll never have a need <laughs> for any of this like New York. They were trying to be not New York, you know? Right. And um, I think that kind of burned, burned them. A little I think bit. So, yeah. it, you know, that's probably the town that could use up uh, something similar to the hyperloop, just this sort of much better underground network of, of really quickly getting from, Pasadena to Irvine to Van Nuys to whatever. Well, that's why uh, that Elon Merkenheim is trying to make that tube thing what, or whatever he's doing. Yeah. Right. What, what is what do, uh, what what is what does the local uh, authorities think about um, uh, cars and, and trucks and motorcycles always hitting those uh, those those water reserve, reservoir? 
ditches that are out oh, there. Yeah. Oh, so, that, yeah. So, so those are those are <laughs> rivers. Those are just there's yeah, you know, yeah. The Los Angeles River goes right through it, and it's and it it photographs really nicely. Like that's the main yeah, reason yeah. you see it in every movie, because like you can get out. There's there's lots of wide open space. No one's in there, right? So like, no, I'm sure there's got to be some serious signs. Like, do not. F around. We know you've this. seen Greece. Dri- <laughs> we know you've seen uh, Terminator Two. Don't drive right. in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't yeah. drive it here. But yeah, Terminator Two is the one I always think of. That's like impossible. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. At the same time, again, it's just it's just a, a trick of the time we live in. We live in a time when there's not really ever water in there, except when there's a yeah. massive once a year rain. And uh, I'm sure that like 30, 40, 50 years ago, that thing used to have a flowing bed of water in in, in it. Right? Like it's mm-hmm. a, right. it's a River. And a terminator. It's a river. Yeah. But uh anyway, I just like I, I looking at this movie, I thought many, many times about the process. I thought about, oh, so they, they had to block off that whole area and pay the city to film here and so on. But mm-hmm. the thing that really stuck out to me from the movie was not Los Angeles, but Venice. Because I just don't get what what are we see? Are these people driving speedboats through Venice? Is that yeah. is that uh, was, normal? Was I tricked? I know that's what I, I wanted yeah. to know. I, every time I see this, I'm like, "Do you are they allowed in there or normally?" And I don't mean going that fa- right. fast. Obviously, they're in a chase or whatever. But like, can sure. I just right. hop in a little motorboat? Yeah, I would, I would so. Yeah, I would think that would, if you're if you're a resident in Ven- Venice, you can yeah drive. You know, you can get but a boat and get from place to place. How okay. suspicious would you look though if you had a boat full of Americans with headgear and laptops <laughs> and everything else? It's right. a yes. little obvious. Well, yeah. Or as as uh, suspicious. Suspicious as a dude sitting alone in a, uh, a baggage claim terminal area with a laptop, you know, obviously yeah, yeah. not claiming any baggage. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. absolutely certain that driving at speed through Venice is way illegal, like super illegal. Right. And so, like, I just I spent that entire time wondering, what what if they drove a boat through uh, some open water, to and then they merged it with video of. Uh, a, a canal in the middle of Venice. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like you're, yeah. you're curious about the not not the, uh, the the real part of it. You're curious about how they filmed it. Is that yeah, what you're like production yeah. wise, how okay. did they get that done? Yeah, just I, like yeah. just yeah. like the Los Angeles sure. River really caught your imagination and you made you made you wonder like what how did they do that? What what are they doing in there? Mm, I right. spent the movie wondering about Venice because there's just I mean I'm absolutely certain. That if you drive fast, if you boat fast <laughs> through right. Venice, the whole hell comes down on you. you well, know? yeah, because oh, yeah. the place is it it's not it just did. that. It's a place of antiquity. It's old. It's ancient. It's it's not right. a it's not a kind of place. You know, the L.A. River, who gives a shit? It's just cement and it's ugly and who cares? But in Venice, you're talking about one of the most, you know, prominent ancient places yeah. ever and the crazy city on the water and, you know, the freaking gondola boats and all this bullshit they do there. Like... <laughs> like you can't I just feel like walking in there going all right coordinate off we're gonna have a boat race just seems insane to me yeah. in Venice I don't know I don't know how they get it maybe yeah. the film board there was like hey we are happy to have any pro- anything you do <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so I don't know all right uh, I, I did I did look up the filming locations um in and around Venice and like a lot of the most uh, amazing ones are just people standing around or walking through the city Right. So like St. Mark's Square, Campo San Bernaba. But then they have uh, the the race, the the boat chase scenes. And apparently, if you watch this, you can see really iconic things like the Academia Bridge, the Grand Canal, Freedom Bridge. And so I guess they just paid whatever you pay 
to get to you pay what you pay, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they brought uh, Wahlberg in in his underwear, and they said, eh? Look at this. Can we want to see this guy? By the way, he's uh, not nearly. He's like freaking short. They had to enhance his height. It says in the in the uh, in the uh, trivia here that Mark yeah. Wahlberg wore shoes that lifted him through the movie. However, in the opening scene with Donald Sutherland. And the two basketball scenes with Statham and Green, he wore normal shoes, but most of the time you had to pump he had to pump that dude up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sutherland's kind of tall, isn't he? If yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he a tall is. Guy. Yeah. Sorry, it, it, but I you, cut you off there. What were you oh, say? I was well. I was using back to the 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 Venice chase. The uh, uh, anytime you have a chase in Venice, like, whether it's Indiana Jones, whether it's you know whatever. Uh, one of the James Bond movies went through Venice. You've always got to take a speedboat, speedboat through the middle of a gondola. It's always oh, got to right. separate that's, a gondola. That's what's got to happen. Right. Half. But yeah. then this one has a boat like run over another boat, and that yeah. was like that was Habitude. shocking to me. That it looks like it was filmed in place, like it wasn't filmed, you know, somewhere else, and then sure. and then made to look like it. You know, yeah. can you can you still see the uh, the prison inmate type uh, gondola float driver guy, French mime? Guy, is that still something you can do in Venice? <laughs> you mean okay. with the you talking about Italian. the guy with the Italian? I did say it, but no, it's, it is Italian. But they're wearing the that the French stripe, black and white striped stripe hamburger yeah. shirt. Yeah, hamburglers. Hamburglers shirt. <laughs> they're all yeah. hamburglers over there. That's where they. That's came French, from, right? That's not Italian, right? You always think of that as the mines. Am I getting those? Mixed well, up? there's, there's French the. Uh, uh, the the gondola drivers are Italian. Yeah, and oh, the gond- yeah, 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 yeah. And the yeah, gondola yeah. guys dress similarly, although it's usually red and white stripes or something different. Right, uh, that's what um, I was thinking. Not black like, and white stripes. Yeah, black every, and white every gondolier I've ever seen is wearing a black and white striped shirt that has a really heavy black collar and this flat brimmed hat with a red, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. like sat like like ribbon hanging off the flat brimmed hat. Yeah, like sure. in Vegas, right. the ones in the Venetian, they hmm. do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is gondolier? I don't know. I don't know if gondoliers. I mean, are they purely just? It's all touristy stuff now, right? Like, there's no. I would assume no practicality to being a gondolier anymore. I I mean, you're you are a taxi, right? You're going to take people from one part of town to another. Yeah. We they gotta still exist, right? Because we got rim. Uh, was it got rickshaws? Oh, sure. We know yeah, they so exist. Yeah, rickshaws. Yeah. Rickshaws. That's yeah. It. We know yeah. that stuff exists. Just rimshaw, the question of rimshaws. Porn parody. Yeah. Rimshaw. <laughs> Check out Rimshaw, my rickshaw porn parody. Amazing. I'm <laughs> never leaving to, the south of, of, of America, the southeast part, never. According yeah. to ex- exploreitalianculture.com, a Venetian gondolier makes around $150,000 a year. Oh, wow. Dang, I'm doing it wrong. I felt bad for that guy. Now I'm like, good, dunk his rich butt. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Let, it, let, let him have a real rough afternoon. Although, <laughs> well, the guy that pulled his one out and got cut in half, I mean, he didn't ask for that. That poor guy. No. I felt bad. He didn't ask for that. <laughs> yeah. was just he wasn't extra, asking just for Just extra driving his, riding his I think he, like, I think he was being dramatic. I think he was like, you know, he was he was a little bit dramatic about that falling over. I think he was wanting to collect some insurance. Yeah. yeah I don't think that, that yeah. boat didn't shake him that much. Yeah. It's so uh yeah, go ahead. Another quick question about this. Uh, why is the movie called The Italian Job when 90% of the job is the L.A. job? Is but, the original but, movie? That's the thing, yeah, because, well, first of all, like the original movie was the Italian sure, Job. But, but when they when they get into the second part of it, he says, we're going to do it like The Italian Job. Yeah. So yeah, they're and, re, it's okay. a remake. And the it's way a redo of the original. I'm with and the way he location. says it, it almost sounds like the Italian job is still ongoing for these folks. For everyone right. except Steve, right? They haven't ever really completed the Italian job. 
that and I love gold that is still f- waiting for them to finish acquiring it. Yeah. I, I love that Steve had no idea right. they were going to pull the exact same play from the playbook as they worked on last. He's like, he didn't see it coming. Okay, I'm yeah, looking this up. The original film, the entirety of it is the Italian job. Yes, the Italian job. Right. Correct. It takes place Correct. in Italy and it's a heist. Yeah, and Michael Caine's yeah. character is just out of prison. It's a little bit more like uh, Ocean's Eleven in a weird way. They wanted to call the they wanted to call the new movie like the Italian Job, but it just didn't <laughs> like the like the Italian Job. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you've you've got remakes that don't take the exact name. Uh, Gatsby right. is a good example. Um, you know, there have been others where they could have changed this and made it the, you know, the the floaty the floaty floaty. <laughs> it could have been something. <laughs> the floaty boaty job. The floaty boaty job. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the, I found myself yeah. getting really, really interested in bit characters in this movie. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, oh, yeah. Like Scott Adsit from 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he was or, great. Or more importantly, Skinny Pete. I don't know why. I don't know what Skinny <laughs> Pete's doing in this movie, but uh, that's an actor who was only ever in one thing, and that's the Italian job. Yeah. He doesn't well, even I like- have a picture on imdb mm. well oscar was there i loved him from the office he was doing some yeah, things the, so that uh, was good. the guy in the booth gate guard yeah, guy yeah. In the booth. yeah. he's cool i, I just thought guy. he was like, a he's seeing guard. oscar wield a gun it's like wow all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it a few haven't we seen him in something here what am i thinking of? oscar like, he, he did a lot of bit roles in movies for a while um i agree i just thought there was something prominent job, in so. this film sacker maybe it was something i saw with kim and we were like whoa what's he doing in this i can't remember hold on i'll find it if so i uh i don't like how my brain wants to put him in things he wasn't in like as (laughs) soon as i saw him i'm like oh it's oscar you know from the daily show no 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 (laughs) oh i know what it is i watched miss or um miss congeniality with kim and he was in that that's what it was oh was okay yeah that's awesome yeah he was good in love that movie yeah that movie's all right that second one's bad first one's good they uh they've been working like in forever in development hell the literal development hell is uh, a movie called the Brazilian Job which is supposed to be a sequel <laughs> announced uh in two thousand four and uh two thousand five it was uh you know still working on a script oh pushed it back to two thousand six then two thousand seven oh well we do one like you know two thousand seven it was brought up again it, and then two thousand rate is going to cost a Brazilian dollars yeah Brazilian a whole Brazilian. <laughs> He's he's uh, or um, uh, what was I going to say the the movie made money like it was it was yeah, a huge yeah, success yeah, yeah. so I don't know what happened yeah. there why no sequel I wonder oh Weird. yeah it made money and uh, you know generally well received mm-hmm. uh, you know both on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and IMDb so I mean yeah do you know he's sure. making uh, I'm sorry I just noticed this Wahlberg's producing a maybe he's acting in it too let's see he's making a six billion dollar man. Um, they went to billions, by the way. Uh, right, right. Uh-huh. Says here in Inflation. pre-production, um, plot unknown, feature based on the <laughs> plot unknown, based on the, the 70s show. <laughs> I think I saw Lindsay Wagner. Yeah, I would be. I'd be sort of kind of interested in what that is. I would yeah, totally sure. be interested in it, but I don't know. Think anyone else would? So I don't mm. think it's going to make it far. But yeah, I'm totally. The, uh, mm. One last thing on the Brazilian job. So in January 2010, kind of the most recent thing that's been said about it. 
uh, Director Tui was created, quoted in an interview as saying, oh, Brazilian job probably isn't happening. I wrote it years ago. They just keep uh, rolling it over on IMDb. Paramount. What can yeah. I say? When asked about the sequel that oh. June, Green said, the Brazilian job doesn't exist, actually, and called it a wonderful myth of IMDb. However, uh, the, next month, the next month, Mark Wahlberg said that sequel production was active again. What? <laughs> hey, Paramount Hey, Paramount Plus is doing some things, man. This would be a good little... Uh... Little toss on there, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, Paramount yeah. Plus is they are going for it. Uh, yeah, whatever that means in this modern age of streaming, they're going nuts. So maybe I'm, they in, I'm enjoying the Paramount Plus. I didn't care when they tried to come out with the CBS, whatever the hell they called that thing when they first started. I was like, I oh, got Star Trek, but you know they made some deals with Viacom and some other places, and just, you know, yeah, it's good. It's, I, I think it's good now. I went from by the uh, way, went from like the Star Trek channel to a whole lot more. So. Right. Hey, yeah. by the way, if you were going to go intimidate Skinny Pete, uh, would you take an axe with you? Because I think it yeah. would take a lot of chopping to chop down Skinny Pete. I don't think you'd take a is, donut. Yeah, the thing is, he, he can't get away from you, right? So, like, yeah, right. yeah I think yeah. an axe is fine. I think uh, but how many, how many chops does Skinny Pete would you have how to take before you would reach down? How many chops does it take to get to the center of a yeah, Skinny, skinny would, Pete? Yeah. I don't think you would. Yeah. More than three. All I know for sure about Skinny Pete is that he has to tell his girlfriend to leave the room. Yeah. That's no, he doesn't like tell it. her to leave the room. He tells her, go relax. <laughs> yeah, go relax. <laughs> relax. Go relax is my favorite. Go relax. <laughs> I, do Another, love, I do love like a weird middleman crime guy. Something about Yeah, he's good. I would watch a whole episode of Skinny Pete. Yeah, um, they, they need to, that that should be on Paramount. And Plus. by the that way, we we, we shouldn't confuse for those at home going. Why do I know that name? We're not talking about the Skinny yeah. Pete from Breaking the Bad. Breaking different guy, Bad character. No, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no who was actually very skinny. character Skinny Pete. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, I, I love. A, I just like that middleman trope. I like the yeah. the guy that's like you know, well, we got to talk to so and so. We can get stuff done, and he's deep in some other criminal activity. But you know, he's going to let this one fly because he's he's the middleman. There's something cool yeah. about that. So another bit character that caught my attention for some reason was when they go to tr- try the job the first time, they drive, uh, they have Ed Norton, uh, uh, you know, they sent him to a restaurant two hours away, mm-hmm. uh, which is brilliant, I think. Norton. And uh, they uh, drive up to his gate and they find his next door neighbors having this big party. And there's a valet out in the street who's mm-hmm. talking to him. And they're like, oh, we got to pull pull out. We got we can't do it right now. And that valet, I was convinced, was Dante from Clerks. I oh. was absolutely oh, yeah, sure. convinced. <laughs> I, I saw that guy, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. It's it's uh, what's his name, Dan O'Halloran or something? Yeah, like that? Dan O'Halloran. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it does kind of look like him. That's funny. It does. Yeah. It's a it's a just a lookalike. Yeah, named Martin Morales. And Martin, I just started looking at this guy, Martin Morales, man, he's in all of these really uh, small, like low budget, uh, like Oscar bait type movies. Mm-hmm. And he just like, he plays bit roles. Like this guy's got a whole career, 30 years of bit roles, like a barking ballet in this movie. Oh my Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just noticed uh, Clerks 3 is being made. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's done. It's made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I follow uh, Kevin Smith on Instagram. Brian O'Halloran. I, I, that's his name. Sorry. Brian O'Halloran. Oh, Brian yeah. O'Halloran. Yeah. You know, like the Brian's we have here like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, I didn't realize that was so close to being done. And why does everybody mm-hmm. look a thousand except for Kevin Smith? What's going on? <laughs> everybody looks so old. Right. Oh my god! I think you would you would you have uh, that dramatic weight loss that Kevin Smith had? Like you get all this, yeah. you know. Uh, stretched out skin and then it just stays supple and then you lose the weight and you 
you somehow pinch it back with an office binder holder, and then you uh, so you, you say he's just clips on the back back of him, yeah. like yep. uh, Homer well, wasn't yep. that him. Him and Jason Mewes both look very young right now, even though they're in their late forties, fifties in, in uh, Smith's case, and uh, they're the ones that smoke the most weed. So I'm I'm just gonna oh, put it there out you there. Go. Maybe yeah. it's pot related. Yeah, there pots you go. pots making you young. smoke yourself young. Yeah, smoke yourself mm. <laughs> smoke yourself young. <laughs> That's really good. Look, when I open my weed farm, when it becomes legal here in Utah, I'm gonna. Uh, that's gonna be our right. slogan: "Smoke yourself young." Yeah, smoke mm-hmm. yourself young. Yep. St- and Steve hey, Young. Will you know be what? My, he'll be my spokesman, Steve Young. Yeah, go ahead. You know, you know who makes a, you know who makes some money and has a really hopping business. Mm. People who do safe cracking, apparently, in this movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Because her business was like hopping. She was like, uh, she came back to the office, and you know, she was. I almost hit the alarm and said, we got another one. Yeah. And, uh, you, yeah, she was. How much need? You know, it's yeah. like, it's like the, the, uh, oh, we need a hacker to, yeah, you know, break, yeah. make sure that our security system is yeah, uh, pen testing. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but boy, I guess safes for every safe there, you need like, uh, one of these people to test. I'm assuming she killed all the competition. That's why she's so busy. Well, yeah. Maybe, but that's just yeah. a big stretch for me to believe that there's that much demand. For yeah, say right. No, I think I think there's a demand, and I think the the price is very high. I just don't think there's a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, I see what right. you mean. So it's like right. two or yeah. three a year is enough to get you five hundred grand a year. Oh yeah, you'll yeah. make some. You'll make some money. Yeah, I'm okay. sure that makes it. sense. So you're saying you're saying the movies are amplifying something <laughs> way beyond <laughs> yeah. reality. Just, yeah. just okay. a little uh, bit. Man, just imagine. a little. Oh. Safe cracking is not nearly as exciting. As they portrayed in this movie, let's mm. put it that way. And you know it's what? Like her, yeah. That's really that's glamorizes true. the safe cracking yeah. business. Yeah, <laughs> it's true of several facts in this movie, and the one that's most prominent for me is the whole movie breaks down if uh, anyone ever realizes that they can just uh, wipe the mark off of a bar of gold. Like take a take a little torch to a bar of gold and. Melt that, Voila. Melt there's, that no angel. More, there's no more Balinese dancer on the go. I, it, it would take you a minute per bar. To yeah, do it's that. nothing. Yeah. Uh, my daughter had a gold tooth this week. And um, uh, the one thing the doctor, the doctor said, he said, it's the reason that people like gold for their teeth is because it's flexible. It moves. It does stuff. It's a soft metal. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever do anything to it that, that counter or is too hot or too whatever, or else that thing's going to just melt on your face. And so, yeah, gold, pliable, turns <laughs> out. It's on your face. Oh, my God. I know, right? She's all bleeding. What, is she going to blowtorch her mouth there? <laughs> She's so funny because she like, didn't have to get it gold. She just was like, I think I might want to do that. And I'm like, why? She goes, well, my dental insurance at the university is really good. And mm-hmm. it'll only cost me like two fifty as opposed to like $4,000. And I'm like, all right. right. So now she's got a big old blinger right in the. Right, in the, not in the front. It's in the, it's in oh, the that's rear. too bad. That's the only place you want to put gold up front where people can see it. It's like, yeah. look at it. Yeah, look at it. I, someone might say Moe's deaf to that uh, idea. Yeah, Moe's definitely. Moe's deaf. Yeah, Ma, Ma's deaf. Ma, Ma, when you say most, Mo, do you Mosley say deaf. Do you say most? Most, most deaf. I'm just going to call him that. How's that? Does all right, that there you go. <laughs> it does help. <laughs> um, all right, what else we got here? The oh. Um, uh, uh, 32 Mini Coopers. I just want to get that out there. That's how many they used and, and wrecked and, and drove and had on hand was 32 Mini Coopers. Yeah. I'd take just one. I love one. going. Let me have one. I want one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I wanted one back when I saw this movie back and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting me a Mini Cooper. And uh, of yeah. course, I never did. Uh, don't they still like it? Doesn't it? It's Disney still around. World? It's terrible. It's gotten terrible, that mark. Like, 
over the last 20 years, they've just ruined it. It doesn't really, they really? don't make a mini that looks like a mini anymore. They have all of these oh. different versions of it. Super mini the club huge. car for starters. It's freaking huge. Mm. Like compared to, I, I don't know, uh, like late seventies mini Mark four, which is, yeah. you know, you could, you can like, uh, you can walk up to an old mini and reach forward with your hand and your arm is going over the car. Mm. Like that's how, short they are you know i just put in discord and, the, the most recent models and i think i'd still go with that mini john cooper thing at the bottom there or the bottom i'm the right. countryman you the countryman yeah my my or friend the club and- the countryman and loves it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's would- a it's a normal sized car, though. I just don't. It's, like, a, it's still a mini SUV, essentially. It's just kind of small. <laughs> yeah, but it's six feet wide. You can get it through a hallway. Yeah, yeah right. Sure, sure. <laughs> but that little guy on the right there, that mini John Cooper works, yeah, or even the hard right. top two door, or even the yeah, convertible. Those are still pretty. The small. convertible totally would do the convertible. Yeah. I and mean, if you're gonna get it, if you're gonna get a Mini Cooper, get the convertible. Yeah. Well, who even who who are you if you're not getting? <laughs> who the are you? I don't care if you live in Alaska. You get the convertible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I still just and, think I don't know. There's something about those cars. I don't know what it yeah. is. Love them in though. Two, in 2002, I was working a little weekend job at a Corvette shop in north austin it was called corvette country Mm. and i was just trying to i was trying to make some extra money by selling used corvettes Mm -hmm. and many times in in that time frame uh people would come in there in minis uh, like brand new minis and people be ooh, let's get in like that has the big uh center console uh speedometer so on and i just remember i remember getting in those cars and just feeling like man there's something wrong with this i don't know what it is but there's something wrong with it and i just i never got over that feeling like and i'm not talking about the older cars the cars from the 60s and 70s and so I, that i have no idea right. Right. but that that new 21st century mini just i don't know something about it mm. mm-hmm. so the wrong. car so i assume i, I mean Obviously, the sales of minis in a modern way really took off after this movie. It had a huge impact, I think, on that market. But in the old '60s movie, there they also were Mini Coopers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not Cooper. Cooper was Cooper was a name that came along in like 1999. Okay. Uh, there were just oh. like a Mini Mini Mark One, Mini Mark Two, so okay. on. And those are, I mean, considered. Were they good cars or were they shit? Like, oh no, they're tiny. They're tiny, inexpensive, yeah. right? They're they can get like, down the streets of Italy, mm. but no, England. They're those. These are English England. cars. Yeah. Well, I know that, but I'm talking about for the movie, the yeah. Italian job. That's true. Okay, the smaller sure, the sure. car, the better you off you are in your Mini <laughs> Cooper driving movie for sure. Yeah, because what else was tiny like that? And in, in 03, what other car Volkswagen's, could you have done? Uh, maybe like you could have well, maybe those, done. Well, and that's right. Those were the new Beetles, and those were fat. I mean, those were a lot bigger than the old uh, Volkswagen. Yeah. 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 You had one back then. Uh, I, I, I don't did. know if it if it's called the Italian job. I think it needs to be a Fiat one one two seven. That just I don't know. Fiat one two seven. I was thinking Italy. exactly the same thing. I yeah. want all Ferraris. That's what I want. <laughs> but they're not. They're too big, right? You can't have no Ferrari going through the L.A. tunnels, uh, shit tunnels, whatever those are. But <laughs> Ferraris. That's your Italian car. Mm, There's your yeah. the Italian car. Yeah. Oh. Bottom line, it reminded me, the whole movie reminded me of my first car, which was a 1981 Ford Escort. And that that car was bought new by my dad for yeah. cash in 1981. Yeah. And then a long time later, when I turned 16, he gave me that car. It had been sitting in the garage. It hadn't been driven much for a long time. And I had to learn everything about it. I had to learn how to repair it and how to take things apart and put them back together and so on. And really, it was just a glorified lawnmower. Like, it... like. There was not much going on in the engine compartment of that 
uh, Ford Escort. And I just kept thinking about how, like, there's nothing you could do. You could bring in wrench and give him 10 grand every day of the month. And there's <laughs> nothing you could have done to that Ford Escort to make it so that it could do what they asked of these cars in this movie. It's not possible. Mm. It's physically impossible. Yeah. Sorry. It's all right. Look, <laughs> if you're going to have a physics <laughs> take, not, I'm sorry, but it's not from, a, it. from a physics take. You're, you're absolutely right. And also that helicopter. Uh, don't, don't get me started on the helicopter at all because that helicopter is a joke. The fact that it what, wants what to, happened to my truck? It swings around and does a little grind on the front of the oh, mini, yeah. and then it's just fine. It doesn't affect the helicopter at all. It's Give still me a break. Right. Doesn't bend, doesn't bend any of those uh, the blades on that back fan, the the back uh, rotor. But yeah, that was a magical <laughs> helicopter. Everything about that yeah, helicopter yeah. was bullshit, and it pissed me but off. But I loved it. Yeah, did you though? Did so, you? Right. I did. Okay, I believe so, you. Bef- before we go to quotes, I just want to ask you guys a roundtable question. Because I mean, it just feels kind of obvious for this movie. What is your favorite heist movie of all time? Um, ooh, ooh, that's geez. a hard one. Ocean's Eleven is the first one that that comes to mind for me. Well, I love did it. I, right? I, yeah, I feel like that film, that one, did it right. It was still enough of a because the there's the surprise twist that gets you and um, what's his face at the same time the 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 bad mm-hmm. guy that yeah. they brought uh, the bad guy. Just, uh, Tony yeah. Andy, Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. We always yeah. forget that guy's name. For me, it's uh, for me, it's a hundred percent Heat. Heat is my favorite. Oh, oh okay. Heat's a good one. Now, yeah. now it's uh, Not sneakers, now you see really. me too. Oh, sneakers is good. Sneakers is so good. <laughs> now you see me too. <laughs> yeah, now you see me too. No, for clever the magic, title name. The magic and film. Yes. <laughs> mm. uh, you know what? Um, I made switch over to sneakers. Sneakers and heat are right up there together. Yeah. yeah, you know what else is good? Yeah. Heist. Sometimes from, uh, I get heat on my sneakers. heist is great. Yeah, the, that Gene the, the, Hackman movie—that's a good movie. Yeah. As I as I really thought it through, I ended up landing on Inception, and yeah. I, I and and uh, it actually it's it was on my mind as uh, we've just been creating um, the first bonus episode for our new Film Sack Patreon, mm-hmm. and it, the bonus episode is is going to be you know like almost entirely about this kind of thing. This kind of like, what's your favorite this or that. Mm. And, uh, I just like, I kept inception kept coming to mind every, uh, sure. you know, I, uh, like I'm excited, uh, uh, about this bonus episode, by the way, mm. in case you mm-hmm. haven't heard, <laughs> um, we've, we've almost got it in the can. Is that right, Scott? Yeah. It's, it'll go up. Uh, so every month. Okay. Uh, I was okay. saving all this for later. Okay. I'll do it now. So uh, with the new Patreon, one of the things we're going to do is a couple of things that are going to happen. Every single episode, there'll be bonus content that week from our pre-show. And so that's happening with every every post. So you'll get the you get the main show or actually get the pre-show first on the Patreon feed. And then right after that will be this uh, uh, this episode. So bonus content than that. And then once a month, one of us will rotate. Uh, one of us is going to take something like new that we've seen in theaters or, you know, some some way of seeing it new. And do kind of our own little personal take on what we thought of it. A little bit of a review uh, type episode. Randy's going first this month, so he's going to be our he's going to be our guinea pig for the first one. Um, and it's actually done and ready to rock. So that thing will go up this week, or well, shortly after all of this for our patrons. That stuff will only go to Patreon um, and nowhere else. So if you become a patron uh, at the very low entry, I think there are our lowest ones like two bucks. It's like nothing. Um, if you get in there, you get this, you get this extra content. And so every month they'll happen. So the next month it'll be whoever's next and they'll talk about whatever movie they're going to see. And 
again, every week, bonus content then, and a bunch of other stuff. It's all listed up there at patreon.com slash filmsack, which I recommend you go do. A whole bunch of you already did, and we hadn't even had a chance to talk about it on the show yet. I'm already impressed with how many of you. That's awesome. I'm I'm super excited about this because, uh, for a couple of reasons, like mainly because we're, we're kind of getting a little more personal. Right. And that's, Mm -hmm. and that's what a question, like, what's your favorite heist movie? Right. That's what a question Mm -hmm. like that is for is to get a little more personal. Sure. And over our hundreds and hundreds of episodes of film sack, I I often look back and I'm like, wow, we talk about a lot of the same movies over and over and over. And that's what, that's what triggered me. Like, as I was thinking about inception. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I was just like, man, I wonder if over all these episodes of film sack, I have brought up inception as much as I think I have, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And of course we sacked the movie. We watched the movie we have a whole episode devoted to it. So of course it's come up a lot, you know, by that measure. Sure. But anyway, I just, I'm having a lot of fun with this. Like, um, one thing about doing this bonus episode is guys, I think in our 15 plus years of podcasting together, I think this is the very first time I have ever solo podcasted. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. It's It's, hard to do. It's wild. It was wild. wild. Yeah. And, you know, and I've got a really awesome surprise right in the middle of it. So I'm excited about that. (laughs) And it's just like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know why. What is Inception got it? Christopher Nolan, I guess. Like, there, you know, Scott brought up Heat. And so, like, Michael Mann movies are a thing for us, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Michael I, Mann movies yeah. are, I mean, I like them all. I don't care how bad one of them is. They're all good. Rogue One's a good one. Uh, I know yeah. that's, you know, people just think, oh, Star Wars, yeah. but that's a freaking heist yeah. movie. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And we bring it up pretty, pretty regularly. Yeah. Ant Man, also, yeah. great heist movie. The first Ant Man. Yeah, for sure. I don't yeah. know about the second one because I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it is. You should. Uh, Bottle Rocket, the original Wes Anderson film. Uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. great, great heist movie. There's so many. Did we get? Did we get Brian Dunaway? I don't know. What do you think? I Brian? did. Yeah, he I said. I told uh, you. He said, this, "Now you now see you me s- too." Oh right, now yeah. You see me <laughs> too. Yeah, we just assumed you were kidding. So there you go. Uh, oh yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> Look, there's nothing yeah. wrong with uh, with that if you are uh, drunk or stoned. It's fine. What Another you? heist movie that I'm afraid I brought up too much, so forgive me. Uh, Hell or High Water. Oh, great movie! It's fairly That's, recent. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Such a good freaking movie. Damn. You know what y'all How need to see? How can you not like Now You See Me Too? It's got <laughs> magic in it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you could. Let's watch it here. Uh, maybe I'll be yeah. convinced. I don't it's know. got Mark Ruffalo in it. I like him. It does. Yeah, I like Woody Harrelson, Eisenberg, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. as I've said many times, like the person whose movie tastes I know the best are Scott Johnson's because he he, he will tell you and, and yeah. opportunity every five and minutes, I, yeah. on his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> I really I don't know why, but I believed before asking this question that he was going to say his favorite was The Usual Suspects. I don't uh, know why. Usual uh, Suspects is amazing. No, it's up there for yeah. sure. I love yeah. that movie. I mean, you, hell, you could almost. There's so many movies disguised as, as or their heist movies disguised as something else. Even Fury Road yeah. is kind of a heist movie. It's all about getting those you know women out of the out of the place and and then going back but you know what i mean like <laughs> there's a yeah, little bit of heistiness yeah. going on there uh speaking of uh, charlie's their own but uh reservoir dogs very heisty you know logan yeah. lucky is a total reservoir uh, dogs a heist movie with a diner scene at the beginning of it mm-hmm. it's kind of i mean it's post heist <laughs> the post, post heist because yeah. it's you know it's the aftermath of the heist they've already done the job now it's just a matter of you know who who ratted them out and yeah. uh where's and the i'm money? not gonna i'm not gonna forgive quentin tarantino for all the hand waving involved there mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. show me something. Don't just ta- mm. tell me the aftermath. Is uh, we, do we want, we could honor our uh, so Ray Liotta passed since we last uh, had yeah. a show. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, he's been he's got to be in a heist movie or two, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Can't yeah. think uh, of any. He, he heisted my heart. Oh, do you guys remember Three Kings? That's a great heist movie. Oh, that is a great. Oh, that's yeah, a good that's a good one. That oh, one came up David on, O. Russell uh, framed, I think, recently. Yeah, good. George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg. Speaking of Wahlberg. Ice Cube, yeah. Spike Jones, and uh, David O. Russell directed. That's an amazing yeah. movie. Oh my! So gosh. I'll just like one one more reference to the bonus episode. I, I'm they're going to hear a lot about uh, movies that are great and that uh, for some whatever reason it just doesn't land for you. Like mm-hmm. that's a, that's a that's a great topic in my opinion, right? Like you you're yeah. aware everybody else is, loves this movie, but yeah. me kind of thing. You, yeah. You've seen it once. You don't hate it. I'm not saying you hate it. You just watched it and you're like, okay, I'm good. I don't, I don't need yeah, that in my life ever again. For me, one of those movies is Goodfellas, which I have seen once and which I am aware is in like the top 10 of all time oh, yeah. on IMDb or something. In my mind too. So good. But I just never cared to see it again. And now Ray Liotta died. I'm like, hmm. Okay, you should watch it again. Watch I try to watch that movie. It's not, you know, I'm not crazy, crazy about it, but I'll watch it once every couple of years that's just such a good mm-hmm. movie and it's streaming mm-hmm. right now somewhere uh i don't remember where i wish the b movie was streaming so we could hear ray liotta be ray liotta oh was he in- uh <laughs> in the the seinfeld thing he was in that i forgot that <laughs> yeah <laughs> really i've never seen the b movie I've- wow that's what i'm saying we need to see it it's such a weird animated take it is such a weird thing yeah. i think it's perfect he was, he was also in one of the muppet movies about a decade ago yeah. the only Go ahead. I, I just like I don't all I remember is that I this was when my kid was little. Right. And I watched I watched this Muppet movie and now, Ray Liotta pe- was in it. People have been hitting me up since uh Ray Liotta passed and said that we should watch uh Identity, which I thought Yeah, I watch. think Identity is a good it's a that is a good film sackable. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. I would like oh to Oh my see god. That. Do you know what's hilarious? Um my my fiance says this she's like oh i've never seen this identity and i look at her every time and go you've already seen it like eight times you <laughs> keep forgetting it mm. we've seen it mm. yeah that happens yeah. i do that with kim she has a yeah. couple movies I'll, I'll say oh yeah we've seen that she's like no we haven't there's like some movie with uh, ryan reynolds where he is like in a safe house or something and she's rented that thing so many times it's ridiculous she'll bring it home from the we, we haven't done this in a while but she used to bring him home from like red box yeah. and she would bring it home and, and I'd be like, we're going to watch this again. We've never seen this. Like, okay. That's great. Liked it so much. You so. got to see it another time. That's sure. great. It's, it's, a, it's so. just Ryan Reynolds. Is there anyone else in it? Uh, who else is in that stupid movie? Um, I can't remember. Name said that kind of loud. That's funny. Like, <laughs> right. like she's in the next room. Yeah. She's who else is in that dumb movie? We saw who that stupid <laughs> who was it? By the way, I just like to remind everybody that Patrick Warburton continues to have this as his IMDb photo as the, as Oh, he's the, still uh, using the tick yeah, yeah, photo as his. I love it. Yeah. That's beautiful. Great. Made my, made my day to find that just now. Cause he's in the B movie movie. And I, and I was like, Oh, that's cool. He's working with Jerry and that. And then, Holy shit! That guy does not care. His IMDb is yeah. like full on. What's full on the tip? What's, what's better, uh, Skarsgård's pantsless? Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the IMDb first. photo or the tick? What, whatever you're going to say, the answer is yes. Uh, Skarsgård wins the internet forever. We should, <laughs> we should have a full on contest sometime. The hard part is just knowing where to look. I don't know who's got weird ones without us running into yeah. them accidentally. Yeah. But these two have. Have some have some pretty good shots in there. Uh, all right, well, that those, movie about the safe house I couldn't think of. Yeah, 
It's called Safe House. Oh, it's Safe yeah. House. Got of course it. It is. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Nice. No, that's Denzel Washington. Yeah. Oh, no, I know what that. That's yeah. that's a good movie. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, but you <laughs> it just... was the first twelve times I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not so good the more you see it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. funny. What's the okay, one final one and then we'll do clips. What's the one that Spike Lee directed that was like totally Inside out of his Man? Yes. Yeah. Inside Man. Okay, I may have to take everything else back and say that's my top one. <laughs> it's so good. It is. Oh, yeah, it Inside really is. Man is good. And and a lot of people are just like, I'm sorry, Spike Lee made that? Yeah. I, I, I know. know. It's shocking. It, it is shocking. But it's it so damn good. Oh, my really gosh. Is. Jody Foster, I'm, Denzel Washington, Clive Owen, Willem Dafoe, Chittawell Evadavage Ev- DeFore. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Christopher Plummer. Oh, Nailed man. Yeah. Can you ask for a better cast? No, the answer is no. All right. Mm-hmm. Only if you're watching the Italian job. <laughs> you could. <laughs> All right, let's get to these clips. We have a number of them, and uh, they begin with this one. Uh, it's, someone mentioned it earlier. It's a pretty great one. Here you go. No, I'm just thinking about naked girls and leather seats. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much of that in this movie. <laughs> why, though? Why, why naked girls idea. and leather seats? It yeah. is a bad idea. You yeah. never want to be naked on leather seats. I'm sorry. No. 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 Never. No. Unless you're – or, or rattan chairs. Yeah, I agree. It feels good as long as it's not – you've been in, in the sun or anything, but no, you don't want it. No, you'd be all sweaty and just forget it, dude. This movie yeah. is so full of it. Like that, <laughs> that exact thing. This movie is just chock full of that exact – whatever that yeah. is. And there's yeah, actually – Actually, a trope that kind of goes with this. Oh, we haven't it's, played tropes yet. Let me let me push that button here. It's called Draco in leather pants. Is the name of the trope? Okay, okay. <laughs> Draco in leather pants. So, um, so in this movie, Handsome Mouth Rob. The, the story you're told is that Handsome Rob once took a stolen car across the country. Yeah, and mm. he ends up getting legions of fangirls sending him mail in jail. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. right. right? So he's he's Draco in leather pants. You can't help but kind of get turned on oh, yeah. by and by Draco like, and leather pants. Yeah. Yeah. Draco Malfoy, and, I, I assume is the reference. Yes. Is that, okay. yes, that's, that's the reference. The, yes, is, that, is, that is the okay. reference. Does he wear leather pants and something? And I just, yes, don't? Okay. yes, he does. I don't remember that in Harry Potter. No, neither. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like there's, there's a lot of like older examples, right? Like in fight club, right? Tyler Durden. Chafio. Chafio. <laughs> <laughs> No, you'd cast a spell like talcum powderio, and it would <laughs> yeah, just, right there. You go. <laughs> give you a little bit of rub down there. Uh, all right, next clip is this one: uh, the Napster dumb thing. Here you go. You know, he's who really invented Napster. At least that's how Lyle tells it. He said Sean Fanning was his roommate in college and stole his idea. Oh, yeah. oh I like, do we actually get a Sean Fanning cameo? Really? We was did. that I actually him? I thought it was. That's actually I him. It was I, did, I didn't know until I saw the credits. It was like, oh, and Sean yeah. Fanning as himself. Okay. Like, okay. You didn't recognize him? You know what? I thought it looked just like him because I thought, <laughs> well, yeah, they put him in the hat and the whole get up and everything. And I thought, well, that's yeah. funny. They're making fun of him. I didn't know it was really him. That actually elevates the material for me. To know <laughs> yeah, I loved it. So, I loved that scene. Yeah. So this is also a trope I wrote down. It's it's The trope is called historical in-joke, but mm. I like to call it forest gumping. Mm. Okay. And I just don't think I don't think you should force Forrest Gump in your movie. <laughs> Forrest you just, Hump, you, Forrest Hump has to be a porn parody. You know yeah, it Forrest exists. Humping. Of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. Yeah. sure. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't think you should Forrest Hump hump in your movie. Like it's just. Yeah. It's a bad idea. It takes me totally out of the movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it either. Yeah. Seth Green and yeah. Benning Napster. Come on now. But the fact that I, that was him, that's kind of great. Right. 
that's kind of great. I, like I got to say, I was super disappointed in the setup with no delivery um, mm-hmm. of the Seth Green talking about getting that NAD T-77 and blowing the woman's uh, clothes off. And they never show it. I mean, because you can't like, it, it doesn't you work. Can, it, did you, yeah. Did you not watch? I mean, it, all you got to do is recreate the scene from weird science when that tornado essentially is going through the house. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much what it looks like. Right. And, yeah, but it's horseshit. And, exactly. And how silly did that look in weird science? <laughs> yeah, I, but it, it's stupid. It's, so I, I can't get it out of my head though, but it's just like, it's burned into my brain and it's I feel like cause I so much bodily harm. If it's strong enough to take her clothes off, it's going to, you know, but, it's going to have I mean, to flesh she could do the, It would be hilarious because if she did it, then she could let the Memorex guy in the chair and it could just but, be blowing face. Yeah, it'd be awesome. We we all agree, though, right? That's a metaphor, right? It's for well, what? No, it's, it's, is, no, he was being he was being very. Sounds, she's going to strip naked because yeah, so, but that, it's, no. it's it's supposed to be a metaphor until he actually until does he it. does it, and then it's right. not a metaphor yeah. anymore. And then when he does it. All I could think of is if this is powerful enough to take your clothes off, this is more than least, enough. This is more than enough to puncture both of your eardrums. But they should have at least exactly. they should have at least like thrown a dress into his face or something. You didn't even sure. show the lady; just throw the dress into his face. No, that would have made it worse. That it's already bad silly. enough they did it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah like this movie yeah, like, had a line. <laughs> I I just want to say I loved the epilogue. The epilogue was okay. I like epilogues. It, Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah but I love okay. that. I love that. Left ear got his dream house, and <laughs> handsome Rob got his dream car. Totally drive. fine. And totally how fine. How much better would it be though if it wasn't just the things they said they were going to buy anyway? And though you know, uh, Lyle, instead of buying that stereo he always wanted, he got Madison Square Garden. And he has bands play there every night. Yeah. Or yeah. Boo. So no, I'm with I'm with it. It would have been better. <laughs> I want. I want I want literally the thing they said. No, I want. I want to see the guys. I I want to see the guy. I mean, it's the it's the we're going to retire on the beach trope. I mean, it's it's what you want to see at the end of your movie. You want to see them on the yeah. beach. So it would have been funny in in Shawshank Redemption if they'd have met up at like a uh, a super golf or something and just right, hit the exactly. range. Exactly. This yeah. the the Zwatnao hole at yeah. the at. Uh, I want to see you where you say you're going to be. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that you're drawing that line. I think that's great. I just looked up. uh, I just looked it up. You can buy a Sansui T77 truly quartz. A NAD? T777? The the tuner. You can buy one right now on eBay for nothing. They're like garbage now. take the women's clothes off? Well, Uh 2003, man. There's a big difference. Uh, Was it, though? It's not that long ago. I mean, I guess it's almost 20 years ago, but still. Doesn't feel like that long ago. Show um, me a porn parody that uses one of those. Then I'm then I'm yeah, then we're in. <laughs> what I'm saying is that whole idea didn't age well. Like I just don't I don't know. Nobody really cares anymore. Wrong about awesome stereotypes. Terrible joke. Wrong. It's a terrible joke. It yeah. You're talking work. you're sitting right here with somebody who does, who just bought a receiver, two receivers off eBay, not even two months ago. Do you know why though? So, you do you know why you did that? Because you are right now, and I'm not saying this is bad. I think this is actually very cool. But you are right now in the middle of a retro revolution, and you are doing things that you would have done in the 80s and 90s, and you're doing them over again across the board, like video games. You're buying CRT VD. Dude, let me tell the audience something here. We have have visual evidence (laughs) that Brian Dunaway watched the entirety of The Italian Job 
on a 20-inch uh, CRT <laughs> television. Uh, I'll, I'll have you know it's a 27-inch yeah. oh, sharp X me. flat CRT yeah. uh, that heated the room up quite nicely, thank you. Uh, and it was amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it was amazing it, seeing it, the it Italian what, job as resolution the gods intended. Of, was it what? Four, not even 480p? What was it? What do you get There's there? There's not resolution. Yeah. You don't, you don't do that with resolution. CRT. It doesn't include <laughs> resolution. <laughs> I don't listen. I'm not. I'm not giving you crap. AI. I'm not giving you crap. I think it's. I'm enjoying watching this transformation with you. So you are in a unique place. Is the point? You're not in the same place. Right. Everybody else but is. That, that was my argument. Yeah. yeah. Not anyone. Not a, yeah. Someone is. Someone. Still. Yeah. You just sure. don't want the blanket sure. statement. And I, I get it. And I'm. And I want to be really, really clear. What I'm making fun of is the idea that you need to go uh, rob twenty million dollars to do this. It like. I, I was thinking back to how about 20 years ago, a cousin of mine, my cousin who lives in Santa Rosa and is, I don't know, 20 years older than me. So he's now retired. Right. But about 20 years ago, he came into some money and uh, he's always had quite a bit of money. And uh, I, I stopped by his house in Santa Rosa and he had just purchased his like dream Bong and Olufsen stereo system mm -hmm. yeah. and and he you know like he had it professionally installed right like oh, it was God, it i was wanted like, one of those when i was a kid so bad yeah me too I, kid, I, was, I mean teenager young right. adult yeah i was really really impressed by this thing and it well like he put on collective soul he put a collective soul cd in nice. and like oh it really did blow your clothes <laughs> off and it was just so freaking cool <laughs> how interesting like, choice you were naked right? after like, that yeah you, you got to yeah. remember what's going to be attached to this thing i mean it, it, you're just talking about one component and this is sure, you know they right. were like three four thousand dollars <laughs> back in well, 2003 so yeah, that's yeah. just one component yeah. right no 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 that this was this was he had purchased a tuner and this floating CD changer with glass over it, which was beautiful. And mm -hmm. these and these two speakers. You only needed two speakers for this thing. Like more speakers would have damaged your house. And uh, it was it was all great. I mean, anyway, I just remember him telling me about twenty years ago that you know he'd spent twenty thousand dollars on this thing. Like this was yeah, a, this was a dream come true sort of moment for him. And you know, so like that really stuck with me at the time. Now I'm looking at that like. Oh, great. Okay. $20,000. You don't, again, you don't need to go, uh, steal gold mm -hmm. to do this, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I, you also don't need to go steal gold to have a room full of shoes. But, right. but, but you but do there if you want are. a cobbler that lives in there. Uh, cobbler, they had the old man. Yeah, he had his own cobbler, yeah. his own French See, cobbler. See, that's what I wanted for everybody. Like, oh, yeah, oh, he bought the shoes, but he also now has a cobbler who lives <laughs> full time. Yeah, the emphasis shoes. was wrong. It was. It should have been, or at least visually, it should have been more of a story to say, yes. yeah, he did right. get his shoes, but yeah. boy, yeah. howdy, did he get right. his shoes. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, he went on to well, just I mean, buy the thing that he said he was going to buy in the first place. Uh, cool. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't go any deeper than that because I mean, honestly, that's the kind of discussions we always have. Like, if I won the lottery, I would buy this, this, and this. I'd buy a car. I'd buy yeah. that. I'd buy, you know, it'd be kind of boring to talk about. I'd get a Lamborghini. Yeah, we've already seen that a million times. I like the fact that each one of them had like a theme. Uh, of a lifelong dream, I did that too. Was but obtainable. having a, having a stereo that blows girls' clothes off is a shit dream. It's a shit <laughs> well, he, dream. He only he only wanted to. He was only doing that just to impress handsome Rob. He really wasn't. I mean, it almost seemed like he was thinking of it 
on the fly. Yeah. The character. Just, just, yeah. It, it seemed I like see he was, that. I totally see yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. He's in competition specific, specifically with Handsome Rob. I just don't think just he's going to end up with any of those girls for very long. That's what I'm saying. I just went you don't to, need to. <laughs> I just went to Bong and Olufsen's website, and it's really sad to me because nowadays – uh, all your music is stored digitally, so like you don't, you no longer have maybe an yours piece of equipment. Like, <laughs> like Bong, Bong and Olufsen is not selling equipment to play your 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 music. You know what I mean? Like, it's just got a little receiver in it, and I guess you yeah. throw it throw it to it from your phone with Spotify, and that's really sad because like those yeah. Spotify MP3s are so they compressed. Suck. Yeah, they yeah. suck. Well, or even just ripping, even just ripping to your. Uh, to your hard oh, drive this, unless you're doing like the, the really high quality it's like yeah this is not going to sound as good this as, is the, as mm-hmm, correct we we've moved beyond a point where audio files are really mainstream and that's kind of what was going on during that time audio files were more mainstream now we're, sure. yeah it's a, it's a little bit different now it's a little more fractured but still people are there yeah, they're doing it. We all we all thought we were the Max Sella guy with sitting in the chair with yeah. the, uh, the the speaker yeah. kind of blowing us over. Yeah, we bought into that. Day. We really yeah. did. We thought that was the truth. But <laughs> no, we were actually Steve from Bloom County. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I maybe. mean, because like when I was when I was growing up, of course, uh, not to get too too far off. I mean, you know, you had sound off, so you know, you you'd go and you'd go to boom offs and stuff, and you would go measure the decibels and the you know and the bass speakers. And there's you 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 know like a hundred people there. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you still do it with now cars. you would all over the place. Yeah, you still do but it with cars. Now, Car stuff is is still they'd a still thing. Still do, but not like they not like there was. Well, look, there used when, to we, be like when we were three, in Vegas, there used to be there used to be three stereo shops in town. Yeah, and we then in, the next town over had three. Now there's one. When we were in Vegas so, last mean, month, we ended up running into one, as you know of it, right there. Right, they had a yep. huge happens. thing. And um, a couple of them were blaring stereos and stuff. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. A bit of a throwback. Just the other night, we're going to this new chicken place everybody was raving about, Kim and I. And Church's Chicken? W- once again, another like <laughs> pop-up car show. But this time, it was all about stereos. My gosh, that yeah. place was the uh, loudest freaking... Uh, yes. I, I thought I was going to die. We had to get out of there. It was too much. Look, I'm getting... I'm <laughs> oh, getting, man, Josh is like, let's get out of here, Kim. Old. It's too loud. It's too loud, these kids with their cars. I mean, we literally could I'm not talk die. to each other. It's the, making... We it's couldn't, we, my prostate. Let's we, go. We couldn't have a conversation. It was really hard. But anyway, all right, back to the files here. We only got two in before we got down oh, this rabbit hole. My bad. Uh, here's oh, a, f- a funny voiceover from Duder is what I wrote. What did I mean here? Oh, you mean oh, Seth Green doing I think what means, yeah. Statham's talking about with Becky. <laughs> yeah, and apparently there's a whole ton of this that Becky. he improved and they didn't use all of it, but the director loved it all or something. There's some story about this, but anyway, here's that. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to meet you. I'm Handsome Rob. And you are? Oh, my name's, my name's Becky, but it's written on my shirt. Listen, I'm going to need your shirt and your truck. Perfect. I'll give them both to you. Would you, would you like my virginity as well? <laughs> I mean, it's it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's a funny, you know, it's, it's funny. a funny bit. Sure, yeah, it's all right. We've heard worse. All right, and and they found someone to play Becky who looks so much like Charlize like Theron. <laughs> oh. Yes, right. Oh yeah, that was weird. Which didn't really matter because yeah, it's not like Steve knows what the real Becky looks like. You know, the That's actress's cool. name is uh, Julie Costello, nice. and she's actually been in stuff. She's like been in. I don't know, Dumb and Dumber or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. she's, yeah. she's been in stuff in 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 the TV show, series 
heroes, she got the credit hot girl number one. Nice. Oh, nice. there you go. You nice. don't want to be hot girl number two. No. 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 That's the second place you avoid. That's right. All right. Here's um, uh, oh, Oscar from The Office. Hi, I'm calling from Netcom Cable. I understand your service is out and there was an appointment set up for Thursday. Yes. Well, we have a technician working in your area who was finished with an appointment earlier than expected. Will somebody be there for the next hour? Sure, that'd be great. That's his, the entirety of his lines. Yeah, yeah. Really as recognizable as Mark Wahlberg's voice is, why would he risk calling his enemy's house? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, That's crazy. It is a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> but he also, I don't know, maybe he was a little chill with the voice. Like he's like, oh yes, I mean, it didn't sound like his usual. Like I thought I tra- saw a transformer kind of voice. You know, <laughs> yeah. not bad. All right, well, we'll have him be right over. Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Here's a, Will here. someone besides your mother be available to? Uh... I love it. Every line he uses has a mother reference. In it. All right, here's uh, Steve's TV. I have a monster TV. He has a monster TV. It's a big yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. That's the first uh, time we've heard his voice today. Let's see. Um, oh, I wrote. I think Marky Mark is bad in this, and let's see why I thought that. Here's a line. We need to pack up to 2,700 pounds of cargo in these minis with enough suspension and horsepower to outrun anything chasing us. 2,700 pounds of what? Whatever. I just don't think he's good. He's just kind of yeah, whatever. whatever, 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 whatever. Your mother. You know what? Um, <laughs> the thing about him, you know, what's weird about him is I say that, what's but that? he's he's one of these guys where he's incredible in some things, and yeah. then he's just kind of not great in so many things. Like if you go watch, uh, maybe it's all about direction, but if you watch like uh, what's the 2006 um, Ben Affleck. Um, Mystic River no, Reindeer Mystic. Games? No, St- Scorsese directed. It's based on a Taiwanese uh, or Hong Kong f- action film called Shit. It's got, oh, Hong Kong Affleck? No, it's a, it won <laughs> Best Picture that year or something or got nominated. What is wrong with me? Uh, uh, oh my gosh, it's going to kill me. What's the Scorsese movie where they're in Boston? And he, huh? It's not going to kill you. It's going to be okay. Okay. It's one where he's uh, uh, Jack Nicholson's in it. The Departed. Oh, The Departed. Yeah, of course. Okay. He's amazing in The Departed. (laughs) (laughs) He's so good in that. And I don't know why he's so uneven. Maybe, I don't know, maybe because he's like getting tips from Jack Nicholson. Maybe. Or he's got Scorsese telling him what to do. Jack Nicholson is known for being an actor's actor who like mentors other people. Yeah. Listen, you got to make a face or something. That's my. That's a terrible technical. So I'll never what do you got to do is show up to the Oscars and sit in the front row, even though you haven't made a movie in 10 years. Wear sunglasses. <laughs> and when you do the Joker, just be yourself. Don't actually do anything different. <laughs> All right. Here's Seth Green yeah. laughing. And where? That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Anytime anyone laughs, it goes. Oh gosh. Yeah. So uh, Nicholson is still alive, by the way. He's eighty-five. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, a question. We would have heard. He hasn't made a movie in twelve years. Yeah. So like fully, fully retired. You know, you know so like a reference yeah. to him at the Oscars is an old reference now. We're boomers. But. Like, no, I mean he still just, shows like he still shows up to the Oscars. Maybe he's not in the front row, but uh, he's got like a lifetime pass. Oh, I haven't made a movie. Pfft, who cares? I don't Junior think he's Jack been in a while though, has he? He wasn't in the last. I, few. I haven't noticed him at the Oscars in a long yeah, time. It's been a bit. And, 
And it's just like, I just feel like we're ready for an 85 year old Jack Nicholson to do that swan song film, whatever mm. that is. How do you know is the last thing he did? I don't even know what that is. Um, and then the bucket list, I remember that was 07, but 2010. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last thing he did in 2010. Weird. Wow. Weird. Remember about Schmidt? You got to see, um, yeah, that was uh, good. what's her name's boobs. Uh, can't think of her name. Uh, I don't remember uh, that. No, 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 no. It was uh, as good as it gets. Oh, it's Helen, Hunt. Helen, Helen Hunt. No, boobs. not that. You did get to see her boobs. You're right. But there, Kathy Bates shows her boobs in oh. um, about Schmidt. <laughs> I'm gl- I'm glad that Randy uh, and I okay. remember I Helen Hunt's boobs more than we remember Kathy <laughs> right. Bates. Yeah. yeah. I will never forget Kathy Bates' boobs. They're burned into my head because she's you know she's already a very a much older lady and she's you know the 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 ravages of age and gravity have taken their toll. And she was still willing to just get in there and let him out. And I just remember yeah. thinking, I'm both horrified and proud of her. <laughs> yeah. At the time. Uh, it looks like it looks like uh, Nicholson's like biographer or something said like five years ago that he'll never act again. That he's he's, he's lost done. the ability. Oh, you just can't mm-hmm. do it? Uh, well. Uh, that's too bad. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to go watch The Departed again because he's amazing in that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Shit. Where am I? <laughs> oh yeah, here it is. Uh, I thought you'd never ask. You want to do a drama? I thought you'd never ask. Shut up, Seth Green. <laughs> I like Seth okay, Green. I, I like Seth Green in this movie. I like Seth yeah, Green. Th- they, yeah. This movie didn't deserve Seth Green. Listen, yeah. the, Seth Green is perfect for. We need the computer hacker guy. Yeah, he, he's perfect for it. And every movie, every heist movie's got your computer guy. All of them. Yep, he yep. may as well be the one here. It's fine. Totally and, and, and and like I can't think of another Seth Green performance, so I'm kind of like stuck with this. I'm partly like Other I kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of thing, or I'm talking about movie. like feature films, feature oh, films, and all like, sorts of stuff. Um, up the creek? No, what was the what was the river one? Up the creek? Uh, not up the creek. That was like an without old river paddle, one. Up the paddle. It was called without a paddle. Shove the yeah. paddle up your was creek. It Dane Cook, Love Seth that. Green, yeah. and. No, uh, who else was in this? Nope. Somebody else. We just talked about this like last week. We did. We did. And oh last. my gosh. Oh, he's Austin Powers' son. Remember oh, that? Of course, yeah. Scott. Right. Yeah. Ah! Uh, hold on. He's in. What was that? So thing Seth, called? Matthew Lillard, Dax Shepard. Are you talking about without a paddle? Or are you talking about that's something else? it? No. Is it called without a paddle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's Joker. I've always forget how much I loved him in Mass Effect. He played uh, the pilot of the yeah. ship in Mass yeah. Effect. He's amazing. Um. By the way, without a paddle too, not as good. Just saying, he's putting that out there. Did you know he was? I'm glad that you saw that for all of us, Brian. Did you know him? 2018 through 19, he played Howard the Duck in the or the Guardians of the Galaxy TV series. I didn't know that. Really, the animated thing. Wow, that's cool. Did not know. Did not know that either. He's of course uh, Peter Griffin's son, right? uh, Chris and. uh, Let's see. That's uh, all I got. He'll always be uh, Greg the Bunny to me. Yeah. And well, and he's also famous for uh, recently for buying an NFT that got stolen from him. And, oh uh, yeah, oh, this happened. Wow. Yeah, one of those bored ape things. Yeah, some other horrible once, news happened. Once again, though, like that's anyway. getting overblown. I'm there's no way he paid uh, enough money to care to count. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to care. Seth Green, I already Seth paid Green. somewhere in the thirty grand range. I think that's Jeez. enough to count. I would yeah, agree. Uh, I mean, I maybe he doesn't care. Or ultimately, maybe I don't know. He's family not. guy money. He doesn't care. But yeah. uh, he was making a show. So the whole story with that was he was making a show that was about a bunch of NFTs uh, who ran a bar or something, and his bored ape was going to be in it. And the whole point of the cartoon was going to be that these are actual NFTs in these roles, meaning they're individual blockchain. Oh, really? 
you know, okay. in some ways that's interesting. I just think the sourness a- toward NFT, NFTs right now is would would sink this before it could even start. Yeah. But that was the plan, and then someone hacked it and then resold it to somebody legitimately, who now owns it and says he's willing Jason to work Statham. with he's he's willing to work with him. But then then an NFTs crashed to like zero in a lot of cases. You can keep it. You're not going to get your yeah. thirty grand's worth. I don't know what's going to happen. There. Yeah, it's like when somebody uses your toothbrush. You can keep it. Yeah, you can keep it. No, thanks. That's been up your butt. Don't want it. <laughs> um, <laughs> where the hell was I? Shit. Oh, another one here. We got, oh, say the name of the movie. We'll do it like the Italian job. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll do it like the Italian job. That's right. That would have been a great title. Yeah. Doing it like the Italian job. That's right. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, the, um, he was in the Austin Powers movies. That's what I was trying yeah, to Yeah, Scott. Uh, uh, he played okay. a red uh, on Airline. Yeah, red on Airline. The Austin Powers movies. Exactly. Here's uh, Never Mess with Mothers. Here you go. If there's one thing that I know, it's never to mess with Mother Nature, Mother Laws, or Mother Freaking Ukrainians. I wish they would have used their one F bomb for that. Oh, yeah. Right. Because they yeah. got to use one F bomb. That's the rule with the PG 13s. Maybe it's two now. But they should have used it there instead of giving it to Edward Norton to yell. I'm telling you, you can see that actor's uh, mouth dead on, and he does say the F word. Oh, in they dub what it? You see. Yeah. Huh. It's like Sigourney Weaver in uh, Galaxy Quest when she goes. Uh, what'd she say? Screw Flipping? that. I think she said, oh, <laughs> it was okay. like, yeah, you yeah, see yeah, in her yeah, face, yeah. she's going F that. All right. Uh, we've crashed. I don't know what this is. We've crashed. It's not a crash. We've got power. I can't log in. No, oh, I, there's a, probably the, uh, a trope for the confused it people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. When the power goes out or the, <laughs> something goes wrong and they're like, I can't get in. And they're just hitting their keyboard as if that does anything like the power's out. Like- there's this tone around that whole center, like it's law enforcement, and it's not. There's no way that's law enforcement. There's no. not. There's not. They don't care. No. There's some people looking at some cameras, making sure that you know that yeah. system's working. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. their their job is to provide info to TV stations or something. Like they don't. They don't care. Yeah. By the way, someone at, or uh, I wrote a note here saying nothing grossed me out. That's why we didn't have a gross out moment. Oh, the show. oh, that's funny. Yeah, something grossed that. me out. Oh, what was it? Grossed what? you out. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, Skinny Pete probably can't get to all the places he needs to wash. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably not. By the yeah. way, that guy, uh, the actor, uh, uh, was going to bring this up before. Gotti is his name, G-A-W-T-T-I. He is a former gangster turned rapper musician. This is the only mm-hmm. thing other than music videos that he's done. Oh, interesting. Is he still a, a growing concern, like making music and doing stuff? Uh, I was I was thinking when you meant instead of growing concern, I mean I like worry about this guy's health. But, oh, yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, still, no. Yeah, still, so, no. still no. So uh, I actually I actually made a guess at what gross got out. Oh, what? Um, and and this is not this is one of those things where it's like when you're trying to save a life that you you might do gross things and they're not really as gross because of the the purpose. You know what I'm saying? So like, oh, so not like like licking a uh, a foot, gross, but like going on a date with the person who killed your father, gross. Yeah, sure. sure. Like in this case, I actually noted that in the in early in the movie when they're underwater, uh, they've got one respirator, and oh, uh, yeah. So this guy, this someone's breathing, and he moves the the respirator over to like Seth Green, who puts it right in his mouth. It was right in someone else's sure. mouth. Now sure. it's in his mouth. And I just thought, you know, I'll bet Scott didn't like that. 
it washes kind of, as you move it from one mouth to the the next through the water. It's basically even getting worse. washed. So you're seeing mm. that's it's worse. Bad. Water is now all yeah. over as well yeah. as uh, Mark Wahlberg's spit. You know, ooh, yeah. I don't want his spit. That's bad. You're right about that. No spit, please. Not a yeah. big spit fan. Kim and I binged the entirety of uh, the new Shorzy show on Hulu yesterday. No, oh, which that? will might be my recommendal on Wednesday. Uh, might be. Um, it's fantastic. Uh. If you like Letterkenny at all, this is like an amazing spinoff of Letterkenny. Um, I can't believe they pulled it off because that character Shorzy is so so one note on Letterkenny, and yeah. somehow they fleshed it out. I, I think those people might be geniuses. That Jared Kiso guy and whoever else is involved in this production, they might be geniuses. But anyway, um, there's a lot of it's hockey, so there's some spitting. Just mm. about made my wife have to leave the room. She can't do this. Thing. <laughs> she can't do it. Yeah. Oh, that show's great. All right. Um, don't watch it with the kids. What else? Uh, here's another clip. Uh, this oh, that was a weird fart moment I captured. I don't know if anyone else heard it, but uh, here it is. Oh, get us out of here. I'm trying. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I, <laughs> wow. I, I, you know, I don't know where that, I don't know if the production heard it or if the in editing they just forgot. But It was such an immediate reaction to that yeah. fart, too. Like, uh, they were, yeah. They were right on it. I noticed. Uh, what the F happened to my truck? Here's where they use the run F bomb. What, what the f happened to my truck? Yeah. It went under Thanks, the street. I did. I laughed out loud. Yeah. I, did just, I, guess, I don't know. If you only get one, it shouldn't be in, in delivered like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but it rhymes with truck. It's fun. It yeah. does. Yeah. 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 Nobody gets to rhyme truck with the F word as often as they'd like. All right. Here's got the Holy Spirit moment. This was dumb. Got the <laughs> Holy Spirit. Yeah. I think yeah. TSA should pull you pretty, aside. Yeah. Pretty good timing, though. He's mm. not He's not bad at that. Yeah, he's all right. It's Seth Green. He's a funny guy. He does the funny. Uh, final clip. You've got nothing. I got this. you got nothing. You've got this. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, this is what I've got. All right. Time for the checklist. <laughs> Film sacked uh, checklist time. Uh, okay. First film sack villain named Steve. Check, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't uh-huh. go verify this for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's the first villain named Steve. Uh, Moe's Def could use Moe's Def. What does that mean? Mose? Oh, mm-hmm. Moe's Def could deaf. use more Moe's Def, meaning. Oh, could have used yeah. more Moe's Def in the movie? Yeah, no. what I mean is I Mose most definitely could use more Moe's Def, but I tried to be curi- uh, uh, clever and it didn't work. So I see, because he was Moe Def. He yeah, was, was actually Mo the character was Def. Most Def. Mostly Def. Norton's biggest mistake was that terrible mustache. Check. All right, moving on. <laughs> that upside down Hitler almost. It was quite yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Uh, Star Trek Connections. I'm really curious about this one. Did we have any? We only have one. And, you know, like, I just want to repeat something. Like, we originally started doing Star Trek Connections because it just seemed like we were always going to find one Mm. in a film sack movie. Mm -hmm. And we've been really consistent. Like, it's like one out of 50 movies where we don't have any Star Trek Connections. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, this one is Boris Lee Kruntonok. Boris Lee Kruntonok. Kruntonok. He plays Yavin. Mm. You know, the, the heavy, the Russian heavy. Gotcha. You killed uh, my brother. Yeah. Yeah. He Ukrainian. Was in, Ukrainian heavy. Anyway. He Ukrainian, was in, yeah. like, and this is weird. He was in both the Undiscovered Country and Voyager. I didn't know those had any connection, but he played the same character in both the Undiscovered Country and Voyager. Oh, oh weird. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? That is very weird. The character's name is Helmsman Lojure. 
Was he a, 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 a Vulcan because they lived for a long time? I couldn't f- figure it out. Like, mm. just mind-blowing. But more importantly, Boris Lee Krutenog, the actor, was the executive producer of 194 episodes of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, my Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should start doing Dog the Bounty Hunter connections just to see if we can get in there. Oh. <laughs> Um, all right. Soundtrack graded, given an S for sufficient. It fit the material. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved the score for it's this okay. movie. It's okay. It's not. It's a John, it's a John Powell score. I love John, John Powell. Powell just John Powell's great. Never. And he never misses, man. We're talking about uh, Kung Fu Panda. How um, to Train Your scored, Dragon. Yeah. He scored Solo, you know, the Star Wars movie Solo. Yeah. yeah. The less good uh, spinoff Solo. Or the I like it. And I, and you know what? You know, this is the time to watch Solo again because it's uh, connected to Obi Wan a little bit. Oh, but I would really? take I would take uh, Rogue One. I over time as time has passed, Rogue One has become maybe my favorite Star Wars movie. It's right up there with Empire. Like I love that movie, and yeah. I feel like everything else played it too safe, right? And played it too much fan service. And really, Star Wars has been better on television anyway. But if you're going to make movies more movies take uh, take the rogue one route it was very good and it took some risks and did some crazy shit like, that you didn't you don't normally see in star wars everything else was too safe really yeah and so i mean i think the only thing wrong with solo is how how it you can easily cast the wrong person to do an imitation of a character yeah like i think that's everybody's problem you know, like there's, it's a perfectly good story. Everybody else in the movie are you know, a bunch of fine actors and so on. Just this one main guy. Yeah. But then the whole thing with like, how'd you get your name? It's cause I go solo. I go by myself. So they call me solo. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. Horrible. I love it. I love it. Ugh, that is I, the most I'm annoying not to thing. Too much Cause I know I have stupid things that ruin a whole movie, but things like, uh, Superman and Batman with the Martha mom moment. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> it's because you love and, cheese, man. And I don't blame that you. That doesn't bother me. I like this. I mean, I also like it for those reasons. Like, it, right. it's so dumb. It doesn't actually make me mad. It just makes me go, really? You're going to name yeah, him yeah. Solo because he flies by himself most of the time? Like, that just seems so dumb to me. Or having Chewie in the third movie, or episode six, doing a Tarzan oh, yell while he's Tarzan swings. yell. Yeah, it's, you know, just, just shoehorning stuff in there to explain a character's backstory doesn't need to happen. Like, all of the Indiana Jones stuff that happens with River Phoenix and on the train in the beginning of that, uh, the third movie. Yeah, I don't need all of it. We don't need origin no, story no. for your fear of snakes. Oh, you just that's don't. how he got to hurt his chin. That's why he has a whip. That's why he has a hat. That's why he hates snakes all in the space have of we, two minutes. Have yeah. we talked yet about how uh, Indiana Jones five is officially underway? Yeah, it's, I think it's, yeah, he comes, he, yeah, he like, done. Uh, comes popping out of a refrigerator and, uh, <laughs> goes from there. I'm pretty sure it's, it's all, finished. it was all just a dream. That fourth movie. Let's see. I That's can tell you right now. Indiana Jones yeah. 5 is in post-production right now, so they're almost yeah. done. James Mangold is the director, not uh, Spielberg oh. backed out of this one. Right. So right. That guy made That's Logan. He made Logan. Ford v. Ferrari walked the line. He's a good director. He's a great director. Yeah. I'm actually excited about this for, for that reason. Not that I don't, you know, Spielberg's fine, but step away from the material. Let somebody else have a handle on it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, see how it goes. But, oh, yeah, look at these things he did. The Wolverine, Logan, Ford v. Ferrari. Let's see. Oh, he's got uh, uh, 310 to Yuma. Holy shit! 
Yeah, that's all good stuff, man. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's all good okay. stuff. I'm so excited. All right, uh, let's excited. get uh, past that and go to the, this here Twitter post. This is where we uh, have you guys sum up things in 280 character limits. Okay, that's as far as you can take it because that's what Twitter does. So let's start with Randy this time. Ah, the Italian job. A guy with a terrible mustache turns on everyone else, and they all have to stay out of sight or he'd recognize. It's, it's Saturday night. It's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrible mm-hmm. mustache. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your uncle. I think it's your uncle that shows up on Facebook for me all the time to friend. Um, he looks just okay. like you, but with a mustache. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh, no, no. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Uncle Tony. Yes, I Tony love seeing Uncle Tony on my Facebook page because yes. it's like you're cosplaying a porno <laughs> or something. It totally is. Yes, it's right. so weird. I'll find, you know what? I'll share yeah. this with everybody at some point or you can, but I, yeah. you, two, you other two need to see this guy because <laughs> you just look at it and go, huh, Brian, what are you doing? Why, why are you dressed that way? <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Um, all right. Well done. Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. Ooh, the Italian job. Know what I'm thinking about right now? The look on Steve's face when he sees now you see me too. Hashtag better with magic. <laughs> Dude, that, I feel like you wrote that during today's show. Did you write that? It's a possibility show? that I usually write all my Twitter posts during the show because you just never know what's going to come up. Mm, that's excellent news. All right. Uh, hey, Brian, it's your turn now. Oh, finally. The Italian job. Oh, I just figured out why it's called that. Because Edward Norton is supposed to look like the Italian chef stereotype on the lid of my pizza box. (laughs) It kind of does. That's a boy. (laughs) All right. Well, well done. That was uh, some fine Twitter posts. Now, the alternate titles. The movie was nearly called Hanging with the Coopers. Get it? Get it? Because it's it's the Mini Coopers. All right. Or there's a hole in the root. Get it? The root? <laughs> in the root, like the root there, the route. The cellar? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it? Yeah. All right. That's a terrible thing, and I'll never do it again. Moving on to emails. Uh, we got emails this week. I'm going to read these real quick because I got three of them that uh, I think are important here. Uh, filmsack at gmail.com is where you send these. And this one says, this is from Zach. He says, hello there. Just wanted to shoot y'all a line and say keep up the, good, the great podcast. I live in Sapporo and miss family and friends sometimes, but listening to y'all speak about movies and joking with each other brightens my day. It reminds me of sitting with friends and shooting the breeze. I feel like I know you all. That being said, why don't I just ask if you've ever thought about doing Guns Akimbo starring Daniel Radcliffe? It seems like it would be screaming for a film sack treatment. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to your next podcast, Zach. Uh, Yeah, this is the one where his hands, somebody, somebody staples his hands to guns or something. Oh really? Yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah, I, this is one. This is on my list. I haven't seen it yet, but it's definitely on my list. It's Supposed to be never, wild and kooky. Wow, he's a video game developer. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Prime, mm-hmm. is it? Okay, here it yeah. is. It reviewed all right. Um, yeah. What it reminded me of was like, oh, that was weird. There are a bunch of Sonic rings in it. Okay, okay Miles so- is a video game developer who inadvertently becomes the next participant in real life death match that streams online. Yeah, and these guns are attached to. He can't get rid of the guns on his hands. They're like, oh, it looks like kind of like um, uh, what's the old movie? <laughs> Shit, yeah, Running Man. It looks like that, oh. it's that kind of content. Oh, like, oh okay. yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, we should watch this. Yeah, let's watch this. I can watch that. Oh yeah, look at this. I'm looking feels, at the trailer right now. He's got totally these- sackable. These guns are stapled to his hand. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll do that. Thank you for that. Chris from Chicago wrote in, says, hey, Scott and the SAC team, 
the sack team. I like that. Sack team. Sack team. I've injured. Yeah. I've injured my. I injured my scrotum, and I got to call the sack team to take care of it. Anyway. Sack team. <laughs> Time to sack up. That's our on the uh, off chance. <laughs> it says on the off chance no one else has answered this. The Navy pants question. Okay, so this is me last week on uh, uh, our episode about uh, battleship, wondering about the sailor pants and why everybody wears those Popeye looking pants. He says it's to make them easy to take off in water. And then they make a life preserver out of them. We did the same okay. thing in training for the Army water certification. He even sent me a video, which was very cool. Thanks for all the last Chris from Chicago. So it's apparently a reason to have those kind of billowed out looking Popeye pants. Yeah. I knew that was a reason. I didn't know why. Though. I didn't either. I you I get a man overboard, now you got a built-in Yeah, preserver. that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a final one from Matt in Salt Lake City. Not my brother, but someone else. Because uh, if it was him, it'd be broken English. Anyway, it says this. Dear Scott, Brian, 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 Randy, Brian, Brian, and Brian. <laughs> I love that. One or two Brian's. That's yes, great. That's great. He says, a year ago, I begged you not to sack King Solomon's mines, and I'm grateful you, <laughs> you haven't forced that on me yet. Might I recommend In the Mouth of Madness, a 1995 John Carpenter joint with Sam Neill as a publisher of Jurgen Proncho's fiction. I don't know who that is. Huh. He's a Stephen King slash H.P. Lovecraft-like author whose horror stories uh, may or may not be true. It also has David hmm. Waxworks Morden, Morden, Warren in it, rather, David Warren, and Charlton Heston. Uh, it's schlock horror at its finest. Please add it to your Sacktober list. Thanks, friends. I'm sorry. I Matt. stopped listening after King Solomon's Minds. Now we're going to do that one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that he's thanking us for not watching a thing that he begged us not to watch. I think that's so great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but I think that sounds fun in the mouth of madness. Why not? Let's yeah. consider it. Put it down for October. I think we could, uh, you know, as we're making decisions about what movies we do in our Sacktober, our famous Sacktober's episodes, uh, we'll make it part of the uh, the deliberations. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet. It's a okay. 1995 movie. Yeah, 95, yeah. right? That had been right before, before. Uh, Charlton Heston died. They're pretty close. It's it's not streaming for free right now, but we'll we'll keep an eye on it. Oh no, Heston was in that Tim yeah. Burton uh, Planet of the Apes, so he'd have died like I've, early. I've seen The Mouth of Madness, and it has been streaming until recently because I think we watched it not that long ago. Well, it may not matter I, till October anyway, so you know. I've yeah. got all of the John Carpenter movies that we haven't seen all on my watch. When are we doing that Vampire Mars Vampire thing? That's got to be a deal. I don't know. Vampire Mars, vampire thing. I don't vampire. know what's named. It's like vampires from Mars or Mars has vampires or something like that. Mar- Marzipan huh. and the Marzipan and, <laughs> Mars. and the pyres. Of Mars of pyres. France. I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, now is the time I get to tell you guys about something very cool that's going on. We started a Patreon. Yes, all these years later uh, of you guys getting this awesome show for free, uh, we decided, hey, why why don't we put together some cool extras so that those who want to support the show after all this time can, and maybe some new listeners might want to jump on board as well. It doesn't mean that the regular show, the same old show you've been getting all the time, won't still be free and out there every week. It will be. Mm-hmm. But there's Nothing's a ton changing. of extra stuff mm-hmm. that you can get if you support us. Uh, even at the base level of two bucks, um, you get bonus content every week. I mentioned that before. You'll always get ad-free episodes forever and always, no matter what. No ads ever. A mm-hmm. um, couple other levels in here, some of the other notes. Uh, behind the scenes content, you get digital downloads, a bunch of avatar art, sound files, that sort of stuff. So these sound clips we record all the time from the movies, some of our favorite ones we'll, we'll put into a folder and give to those fine folks. And at the highest level, there's even cooler stuff like exclusive hand-drawn movie-related art prints from me uh, that I'll sign and put in the mail. 
you'll be able to get a uh, an entire monthly episode by one of us each month covering something new. So if a brand new MCU movie comes out, let's say, hmm. uh, Brian, let's say, Brian, Abel over here, let's say you happen to go see the I brand new... a Thor thing or something. Oh, or, uh, Thor sure. thing. If it's some Thory thing happened, maybe you'll yeah. do a you know a breakdown Speaking of what you like. John Carpenter, can we please have Thor thing? That would be <laughs> Thor awesome. thing. Thor thing would be a hell of a mashup. Um, but that episode will come every month only uh, to patrons. We start this month with Randy's, and that'll be. Well, I won't even hint what it's going to be, or should I? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should. What is it, Randy? What'd you cover? No. Nope. You I'm don't want to gonna... encourage people. They'll hear it and go, "Oh, I want to hear about that." I'll join the Patreon. So I, I kind of, I, I kind of said that earlier. It's like I say, this is a, this is very personal, okay. and it's and it's again solo podcasting, but not like I say special guest right sure, in the middle sure. of it. Sure. Um, it's uh, I, this is a you need to listen to this and 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 find out. It's it's a lot of fun to just start talking about whatever. I, I agree. On your mind. I agree, and we're each going to do it every month. We're going to rotate around, and uh, every 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 month, one of us will do it. So, look forward to that. It's super easy to and find. Uh, go to patreon.com slash filmsack. Yeah, that's right. Even all these years later, nobody else took the name. I'm really happy about that. Uh, patreon.com slash filmsack. Yeah. Also, the pre-show and post-show, like we're like you literally recorded what we were talking about right. before the show today. Yep, I did, and it'll be part of the feed. So. uh that's the only way you get any of this stuff. That's a lot of content. It's a lot of content mm-hmm. for not a lot of money, and it will really help us out. So if you can, please do it. Patreon.com slash Filmsack. Uh, once again, that's Patreon.com slash Filmsack. All right. Filmsack at gmail.com for those emails. We love all those emails from you guys. Thank you for sending those. Our next movie will be, what is it going to be? I already forgot. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Finally, getting around to Tank Girl. A bunch of people have been asking this for years for Tank Girl. So Tank Girl is happening. Uh, there are some, we literally have people in our in our uh, community with the name Tank Girl in them. Uh, yes, Or as we part do. of their names. I don't want to call them out, but <laughs> I know we have fans of Tank Girl, so they're going to want to see Tank Girl. Yes. So are we. I don't think I've seen it. I, I oh, can't, wow. I can't okay. remember. I think I know enough. Of, I read the comic way back in the day, but I don't ever think I saw the movie. I've so. seen it uh, abbreviated on TV with commercials with me coming and going. Mm. Interesting. Several times. Okay. Yes. Weird. Okay. It's well, it's streaming on Amazon Prime for us in the States. That's how we used to watch TV. That's not weird. It is also <laughs> it is also like if you really want to come and go with ads, it's also streaming on Paramount Plus. Oh, so. okay. I mean, Plus, I thought Plus had no ads no or maybe they do still it just has plus ads <laughs> ads for their plus service that Everything, you're already the plus stands for more ads <laughs> everything i've looked at on paramount plus so far has made me suffer ads so mm. i don't know I, I think they do both don't they have some that are ad supported yeah, and do. then they have yep. this stuff that's not but you compared yeah. to like without the plus it's all ad supported yeah. Yeah. that's why they need to have peacock and freecock that's how you're supposed to do it right I just want to shout out Just Watch. I looked up Tank Girl to make sure it's still streaming. And Just Watch said, people who liked Tank Girl also liked The Fifth Element, Dogma, Empire Records, The Kids in the Hall. I'm like, slow your roll. There's no <laughs> way. You're, you're overselling Tank Girl here. Yeah. Calm down. I feel like. I love all those things. Yeah, that's a weird thing. How The Fifth Element I could see? Dogma? Really? I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, yeah, that's on Prime and uh, should be there for the foreseeable bit. So check it out. 
If you not, have not already seen the Lori Petty, Ice-T, Naomi Watts, now Malcolm McDowell epic known as Tank Girl. Tank All right. Girl. I think that's going to do it for today's show. Once again, filmsack.com is our website. Everything's there, including a fresh, hot new link to patreon.com slash filmsack. So use that. Email us filmsack at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at filmsack. And as always, if you leave us reviews where you get your podcasts, we'd love that. That's uh, anywhere you get them. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, uh, the Google thing that doesn't work very well, maybe over there at the uh, <laughs> Spotify. I mean, Google Podcasts is kind of a mess. That's that's everyone knows yeah. this. Even yeah. if you love Google, yeah. and I use Google for all sorts of things, their podcast thing's a mess. Who loves Google? You I mean, really, you can't use Facebook. I tolerate they Google. It. Yeah, that's true. You have to, but they the Facebook one ended, and I never even know it existed. So um, don't get it there. But everywhere else you get it, leave us a review. That'd be great. That'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I never look inside. We'll see you next time. Ew. See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I have a monster TV. Mm-hmm. Mm.